All right, I'm getting the zone here. Yo, did you ever go to a church? And they no. and they they do. There's like there's like there's like seven different types of like ways people conduct a mass. I've been to like five of them. Uh, there's Have a, you been to black mass? Is that what you're about to describe? To a what? To a what? Black mass. No, the movie with Johnny Depp. No, there's a there's this like weird <laughs> there's this weird form of of like Catholic mass where like they'll stand up now if I offend anybody who's like fucking does like this form of mass I'm not like making fun of it necessarily I'm just saying that it's 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 weird um they'll stand up there and like they'll start like shaking their head and I'm not making any of this shit up I swear to god I swear to god god if you're listening I'm I'm doing this for you it's Saturday day of you Actually, Sunday is the day of the God. But anyway, they'll stand up there and they'll and they'll be like, "And without all of us, God will tell you everything. God is on my head. Oh yeah, God is here, Jesus Christ." And I'm just sitting like, "What the hell's happening? What the fuck is happening? It's the weirdest shit I've ever." Gotta, I've got to be honest. I don't know much about Catholic Christianity because I was. I was not raised Catholic. It's weird. So. He, eat his, he eat his body and drink his blood and shit. It's fucked up. Yeah, I've never been to mass. Although, like <laughs> everyone last year at Christmas was like, we should go to like Christmas Eve mass. The and I'm like, mass. why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what's gonna happen at it? There's None co- of you are Catholic. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Have you seen uh, the the Amazon review for communion wafers? No. <laughs> Wait, you can buy you can buy Christ on you can yeah, buy you can his buy body ones, on Amazon. But... <laughs> So someone asked, are these vegan? And the only reply was, no, they're the flesh of Christ. <laughs> that's amazing. Wow, you can buy commun- Now, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie to you. Like that's like one of the when when I've gone, I don't I don't practice religion. But when I've gone for family things and stuff like that, mm-hmm. communion is one of the best parts cuz I actually like the communion wafers. So there's something weird about them. Like you can buy, um, them, buy them on Amazon. So. Like, you think about just snacking on them? Like, going to the movies, you bring your own candy, you bring a bunch of fucking <laughs> Jesus wafers with you? <laughs> I've been to one mass where they just, like, <laughs> they, like, mix the two together. Like, okay, fuck it. Instead of making these people sit from Jesus' blood cup and eating his flesh, we're going to take a piece of Jesus' bread and dip it in this goblet of wine and then shove it in your mouth. Like you don't even you don't even get to grab it. The, the priest just like shoves it in there, and it's the most <laughs> disgusting, like d- it's soggy wine bread. It's like, dude, this Jesus wouldn't have wanted this. This is fucking disgusting. To be fair, so is everyone drinking from the same cup? That's it's, pretty gross. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's G- one body, one soul at Jesus Christ's house. Well, you know. So, um, welcome to the Primitive Podcast. Jesus Christ's house. <laughs> Welcome to the Primitive Podcast, everybody. Uh, I think that might be the most bizarre start we've ever had to a podcast. Now we actually and, have to actually include it. And, oh, hell yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it has to do about food. So, yeah, we're you know, back. You know? So, call back to every episode. We're, yeah, we're eating something. Call back something. to uh, episode 39. We're eating something. 40. In there. Yeah, it's um, episode 40 oh, this time. Sorry. It was a callback. So, um, uh,. Last time uh, we had Yokorama with us. Yokorama could not be here this time. Um, we promise we will see him again. I'm going to make that promise. Uh, also, we're a little bit late on, on this his one. Behalf. A little bit late on this one. Uh, we've all been really busy and tired. And, no, and, no. You know, Everything's fine. We're um, not late at all. <laughs> no, the last time we were supposed to record, I, um, <clears throat> I, I ended up in urgent care. 
because uh, I needed some painkillers real bad. So that's why I wasn't here. Yeah. I don't know why you two weren't here. I was just scallywags. I was just tired <laughs> of work. Bill, some, yeah, Bill suddenly got extra tired, work to do. And yeah, it's been a crazy last like two weeks, like the uh, leading up to when they're recording, and so it all worked out though, because we're all here now. Uh, um, yeah, and I'm not I'm not doped go. up on painkillers anymore, yeah. so I'm actually like coherent. So that's doped great. up on Christ. That's what I'm doped up on. <laughs> um, Easter was last week. Christ I, is I, my high. I saw him again. He was yeah, back. Yeah, we're all on that religion high after uh, Easter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus comes back for a day, and then he goes back home. Yep. You got tons of fans, Jesus. You know, I'll be stick around for a little bit. I'll be back for Christmas. You know, Easter Monday. I don't know what. I don't know the whole, uh, like... Um, Easter Monday, as far as I'm aware, is just a bank holiday. It's okay, not like a <laughs> so Jesus, is, he went home already at that point. Okay, so he's not yeah. like, oh, I'll stay over Sunday night. You know, we get some, we get some <laughs> breakfast. Over. You know, on, on yeah. Easter Monday. Now he just goes. He just kind of just goes home. Um, Spock has my video games. On, was, sorry, I was <laughs> in Manchester on Easter Monday, and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to do some shopping before I go back. Everywhere was closed. So I was really, like, yeah. Mm. I we were like, disappointed. Looking game, because uh, I forgot my Switch charger when I went to Manchester, so I wanted to see if oh, I could buy oh. one of those. But game was shut as hell. So, damn. I am not sad that we are on the other side of Easter, Easter weekend. I was disappointed that Easter eggs hadn't been reduced yet. They still haven't. I went in to Morrison's on Easter Monday, thinking I'm going to get some cheap Easter eggs. It's going to be great. I'm going to like overdose on chocolate. Mm. They're all gone. What? There were none left. Oh, really? Yeah. And of course, now we live in a sugar tax world. Yeah, if you don't know, that's the biggest news from the UK. Aside from, actually, there's relative gaming news to... Uh, They're taxing you sugar? Mm-hmm. Uh, sugar drinks. Yeah. If the, if your drink has cer- a certain amount of sugar in it, you either have to increase the price or reduce the sugar quality quantity. Or make the smaller bottles. So now you don't get 500 mil bottles of full fat coke. You get 335 is this... bottles, which is just a little bit more than a can. Next this... time I go to America, I'm going to be like, right, all of the coke, yeah. all of the time. <laughs> is this like yeah, but the... The, the fructose version is awful. Is this like it. to try to like make people not fat or something? Like, what's the yeah? Because yeah, well, apparently the UK is the most obese place in. Um... Europe. Europe. Oh, in Europe. I was going to say, you guys got <laughs> it. Like, what? <laughs> no. Um, so, our politicians have just decided to uh, tax sugary drinks. So, yeah. it's just going to make it so that people spend more money on them. I don't, I don't see that it's going to make a difference in our, yeah. uh, our crisis. But the benefit is that, in theory, any profit from the, sh- profit from the sugar tax should go towards treating people who suffer from weight-related illnesses and diabetes. Yeah, but what if I just want to enjoy a Coke? Like, what if I just then want to enjoy are, a Coke? Then you are helping someone else through diabetes. Well, then I'm going to go and buy, like, ten bottles of Coke, because I've got to help, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll drink my silver. I had... This is such a topic. I'll ha- I had uh, cherry, zero-sugar, Coca-Cola... I've still not finished it. This is so <laughs> gross, and I hate it. I hate it. I, I still silver? haven't gotten rid of the... Cherry, zero sugar, oh, zero sugar. oh, no. Uh-uh. No. They've, re- they've really messed up the, the at-a-glance branding, but I like that it is slightly more uniform now with the, the strip. It's just going to take a bit of getting used to to 
look for a black strip rather than a massive black label. Yeah. Zero. Um, but in other news in the UK, we had at one point two retailers for video games in this in this country. We had three. Game. What's the other one? Well, it's Granger and Toys R Us. Oh yeah, we had Toys R Us and we had Granger Games and we had Game. Since the last recording, Toys R Us has gone into administration and shut down, and Granger Games has gone into administration and shut down. Damn. So we have And like three one... years ago, Game went into administration <laughs> and shut down, and then came back. Yeah. So. Uh, ret- retail for games in this country is real bad right now. Because um, I went to my local Granger Games, and on the, like, shutters, it had a sign that said, uh, people don't buy physical games anymore, so we have to shut down. Thanks for your custom. That's not true. I'm like, I, I buy physical games. I don't, yeah. I don't like digital games. So, yeah, we lost Toys R Us. I think America lost Toys R Us oh, as yeah. well, actually. Yeah, everyone was real sad about it. Um, I'm so mad I didn't get to go to like the clearance. I mean, I wasn't going to buy anything. But I like to check out clearance sales for stuff. They had some cheap gaming stuff. Yeah, maybe I can get something cool, but I didn't. I didn't get a chance to go. Even even mostly just to walk around because I spent a lot of time with Toys R Us as a kid mm. during the Pokemon card era. Um, oh yeah, they used to do like game tournaments in Toys R Us. A lot of fun. Um, That's yeah. where I got my Wii from. Oh, and really? Now it's gone. Yeah, it's we. Gone uh, it was all. They were all sold out of pre-orders and. Just on a whim, I'm like, wait a minute, Toys R Us sells games sometimes. So me and a school friend during uh, half day for speech day uh, just went into Toys R Us and were like, hey, are you still accepting pre-orders for a Wii? And I'm like, yes, but you need an adult to do it for you. So I phoned my mum and asked her to drive the hour to get into town <laughs> to pre-order them. I need a Wii! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! yeah. Well, you're free to leave at any time! We're only 12 okay. minutes in! Right, right, I've got I've got so many drinks. I've got that Coke. I've got my coffee. I've got my my tankard of Vimto, <laughs> and I've got a bottle of water on the floor. So I'm probably going to leave at some point. <laughs> um, but Big yeah, I, I just wanted to say, UK is not doing well in video games in physical sales of video games. Seeing um, like brick and mortar stores like that go down is always kind of sad because like. While I think for a lot of like the majority, a lot of people are moving digital, I do both. I prefer physical, always will, and I continue to prefer physical, mostly because like Best Buy here does a really good thing with their GCU service, where you get like 20% off all new game purchases, which is awesome. Um, so like I won't ever not buy physical, unless like I'm game sharing with my dad. But um, it's sad to see mm. like institutions like that go down. And a lot of times, I mean, in Toys R Us's case, Toys R Us just fucked up, and they fucked themselves. Um... Though, like, they blame the millennials a bit there, um, but, like, you know, that's... What yeah, they did. The wall, like, oh, kids ain't buying toys. Like, oh, man, you guys just kind of did a lot of dumb shit, um, you know? Meanwhile, I'm surrounded by, like, so many Japanese toys. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, uh, it's, but it's, it's, uh, I think it's, a uh, it's gonna happen. I mean, here, the only physical game stores I, we have in America is GameStop. Like, that's it. Um... And, yeah. I mean, it's, it's I an mean, unfortunate dedicated thing, because... To games, anyway. Yeah. Because obviously, to have a physical uh, space where you have employees, you obviously need to make your money, mm-hmm. which means that they don't actually sell games at what many people would call a reasonable price. They sell them at a retail price, which is often just that little bit too high. You know what sucks, though? I was this close the last time I went into Granger Games before it shut down. I didn't know it was going to close down or I would have bought it. I was this close to buying a copy of The Last Guardian for 16 quid. 
and I didn't do it. Rest in peace, last I'm party of purchase. I can't, I can't do it now. Someone got it though. <laughs> Some, somebody got it. Somebody got it. Wherever their stock went, I don't know. Um, so, so, um, speaking of Last Guardian, um, oh, oh, an okay oh. transition here. <coughs> <I choked>. Um, <laughs> uh, since the last time we recorded, in between, I mean, it's been a lot of time. Um, it doesn't seem as impressive anymore. Um, and it was never impressive. You could beat the game in a week. Um, I beat uh, Shadow of the Colossus. I borrowed it from a friend, Yay! and uh, and I play Shadow of the Colossus because um, I was curious, uh, you know, about it uh, for my entire life. Never played mm. it. Uh, we all heard Ebby's thoughts on it last time. Um, I don't remember what my thoughts were. Were they generally positive, but sometimes not so good? Um, yes, yes. Generally yes. enjoyed it, but there's some jank moments that sort yeah, of pull you like out with the camera, yeah, with the camera, right. and things like that. Uh, um, I loved it a lot. Uh, and I think I'm coming to the conclusion that I just kind of love that guy's games. Like I love the way it's stuff. Because like, like even yeah, like I'm I probably I have the HD thing in my on my shelf, but I guess I'm gonna hook up that damn PS3. I just don't want to do. It. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna have to to play Yakuza four and five. But um, which is inevitable. So I want to play six. Uh, so <laughs> I, I think I just really like this guy's style, and I think <coughs> excuse me, it's six season. Um, and. <laughs> The problems in it, like, there are, and I, I agree with it, be like, some of the camera stuff's a little fucking weird, and I found that, like, if you just kind of let it do its thing, it kind of just stops wrestling you. Like, I feel like they tried to go for almost a fixed camera setup, but with but with giving you full control over it, which, like, yeah. cr- creates it's... these two frames of mind where it's like, I want to control this fucking camera, but the game's like, now nah, you're not. And, and then <laughs> you, you're just kind of like, okay, fine, fuck it, you do it then, you fucker. Uh, so you just kind of let it go, and then like it's like, oh, okay, I, I guess this don't give me control of it if, in certain moments. Then yeah. if you don't want me to use it, you know. I feel like I might have described it this way last time, but I feel like they're always going for sort of a cinematic look with Shadow of the Colossus, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sometimes what you want to do with the camera doesn't jive very well with that yeah. cinematic thing that yeah. they're going for. For sure. Um, so maybe that's why it's just like constantly fighting you if you're trying to move the camera yeah. around to see something a bit better. Like if you're trying to be active with it, I think it's the game. Like, and it's and it's a weird design decision because like everyone's gonna instinctively, as you're crawling on top of a big giant fucker, you're gonna want to move the camera around. And so it gets, it's it was a th- hard thing to come to terms with. Where like halfway through, I'm like, okay, you know what? If if it's getting weird, just I'm not gonna touch it, and I'm just gonna move mm. and let it do its thing. But uh, yeah, that game has some incredible highs, and like I like I'm trying to because it's been a while since since I since I beat it at this point, but um. I kind of love the way that that man <clears throat> makes his worlds. He he does this thing with <coughs> with his stories where, like, it's a weird case of I'm not going to really explain anything to you about this world or anything like that, you know. And but you find out the things that you need to know as you're playing it. But even not even not a hundred percent. Like it like it's so vague in the way that it's feeding its information that. Like, it's intriguing enough that, okay, I know. I know what you're talking about. But you don't. You have no fucking clue what the hell these people are talking about. You have this weird sh- light talking you through a roof the whole game. And, like, you're like, okay, what's actually going on? But they have with you, like, oh, I got this. I know what you're saying to me, light man. And, but you don't. You have no fucking clue. <laughs> Even the ending, I have no clue what happened. But I loved it all the same. I, I thought the story was really cool. And I got spoiled on a bit at the end. But it turns out it didn't matter. I didn't care. Um, 
Hey, New Year's resolution. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm finding this out more and more. That Like, okay, it doesn't really ruin it for me. This happened to me twice. I got spoiled on Gotham. I'm like, ah, okay, let's see what happens. Oh, that was cool. That doesn't matter. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I, cause I, I had my theory on what was going on in the story the whole time after seeing that spoiler. And it turns out I was I was 100% wrong. So, fuck it. Oh. I'm, gonna, you know, I'm not going to let the shit wreck me anymore. Despite having no experience of the game at all. I'm sure that from like the little bits that I've heard here and there that I think I know what happens at the end and I'm interested to see how wrong my my guess I is. I loved like there is something so um in like in like, the ending really intrigued me and I obviously won't go into spoiler territory here but like there is like like it just really kind of gave me goosebumps in a weird way kind of similar to the last guardian I think I love the way that um both of these games stories kind of uh play out um and it's and it's a yeah, it's really hard not to spoil uh like like my thoughts on the on because shadow of the colossus Sorry. i think is so like it's because like last guardian has a very i mean both games have a very like like simple through line where it's like okay in shadow of the colossus you're trying to save the girl um by fulfilling the wishes of um uh these light men uh or, or doorman doorman i um, think yeah and then last guardian you are trying to escape this weird place with Trico. And, like, that's really that's really the storyline of both games. So they have these very simple through lines, and it's really hard to talk, like, contextually, um, like, about the game without spoiling certain plot bits because, like, there's really not much else to the game besides fighting Colossi and then story. Um, but, uh... Which one was your favorite, though? Oh, man. Um... Well, actually, which one was your least favorite as well? I'm actually curious. I mean, he's if if one's his favorite, then the other's his least favorite. Oh, do you mean game or Colossi? No, Colossi. Oh, okay, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what, that's what I thought. That's what I knew she was asking. Um, uh, in terms of what I game like, I prefer, there more, are that's, sixteen that's of the Colossi, and I thought you just were implying that there were only two. And I was like, <laughs> no, sorry. Um, because I know my least favorite is sixteen, and my favorite is four. So, I'm trying to remember, um, like which ones are which here. Hold on a second here. Um, get the get the wiki. Let's see here. Class I list. Uh, team. And then on, try, on the wiki they list them it. by name, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure they never say what names they are in the game. Yeah, this this yeah. list means nothing to me. I was hoping it would have pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Like, here. I think the more I don't play Shadow of the Colossus, I realize that it was like an incredible so experience. It's just at the time. With oh, specifically yeah, they, with three and with sixteen, I hated it. It's <laughs> one of these games where the entire time I'm playing it, I'm like, they originally did this on the PS2, and like that's mind blowing enough to me. Um, but also like the way it holds up, like just the experience that it's feeding you, like that first it was Colossi three, I think. Is that the one where he smashes the thing into the ground and you run yeah. up it? Um, like when I first did, I mean, like you've you've already fought two Colossi at that point. And it's like okay, this is really cool, you know, like. I, giant it's giant boss rush type game but like as the game progresses you start getting into these moments where like this the scale really becomes apparent because at the beginning you're like okay i'm fighting big guys this is the david and goliath like situation the entire game it's really cool but then like each colossi kind of has one of those moments where now i will say some of them are kind of forgettable um and to me like i feel like some of them maybe like just kind of padded out um, like some mm. of them were just so quick to me, like like, and I know, but like, not every fight's supposed to be this ten minute epic 
because there's 16 of them and all, and you know some of them are just there, just there, you know. But some of them kind of yeah. kind of feel where it's like, okay, I got in there, and like, okay, I see how to do this really fast, and like he's kind of like, oh, okay, so, you know, bang, 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 you, you stab his weak point, and you're out of there. Some of them had these like really like like the, the first moment for me was Colossi three where you run up it and the, that music starts playing. Um, I forget the fucking melody of it, but it's like one of the, yeah, yeah. It, it really reminded me of like the breath of the wild trailer music. Um, yeah. like in how um, it starts I got it to wrong, scale by the and way. swell. Uh, Colossi five was my favorite and that was that moment for me. I think Colossi five was the bird. That's f- fucking incredible. That one was incredible. Like, oh. I felt I, so good doing that boss fight. Yeah. It was so good. There are these moments where, like, and again, like, all I was thinking about was, like, well, one, like, this remaster or remake, whatever the hell it is, remake, um, is imp- is impressive. It's beautiful. It's amazing looking. And as I'm, like, as I, like, jumped on that bird's back, because that's the one where, like, you're in the water and he flies by and you got to jump on him. Um, yeah. And you're fucking flying through the sky on this bird, moving around. The environment's there. The water's there. You're attacking him. You're fighting him. This music's playing. Like, this was on the PlayStation 2? Like, what the hell were they doing? What kind of black magic happened? Uh, like, I would be so curious to go back and see... How it performs how and it, looks and how, how it, it plays. How it performs yeah. on PS2. Because I, I can't imagine... I will say, they did change the, like, graphics and stuff, obviously, for this remake. Mm-hmm. Good God, it's one of the prettiest games I've it's, ever played in my life. amazing looking, yeah. It's, um, it's incredible. But I don't understand how it could have, like, consistent frame rates and stuff on PS2, because sometimes imagine... it feels like there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it didn't perform very well um, on PS2. See, I've um... only seen it on PS2 through a CRT TV that someone <laughs> yeah, recorded when I needed yeah, It was probably a lot <laughs> less <laughs> noticeable back then, too, probably. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to think. I, uh, Colossi 12 was really cool, but I saw one in the desert. Where like he's like in the ground and then he kind of comes out and he flies. Yeah. I think anything where I'm flying in the air was really awesome. Um, and then the ones where he had to swim, like the one where he was like he had to go on him underwater. I hated that mm. one just because like I don't like the swimming games. Just stop making me swim. Like I kind of surprisingly didn't mind the water ones. It's and, just sixteen I, fucked me off because I couldn't see anything because it was so dark. That one was a bit of a like clusterfuck. Um, <clears throat> like it's the final class I in the it's final cut in the game. Right? It's the final boss. Mm, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That like that one kind of like was a clusterfuck. I love the scale of it's absolutely insane, but like I, <laughs> I fell off of them like nineteen times towards and the you top. Start all over and like <laughs> when I when I hit the bottom, I do, I'm just sitting there staring at it. I'm like, did I really just fucking do that? Did I really just fall? Off? I just spent twenty minutes climbing this son of a bitch. And then I really just fucked that up. I felt so betrayed. Yeah. I betrayed myself. You know, like, I, oh. And it doesn't matter if you, like, fall off the other Colossi, because, like... Yeah. That, you know, you can climb onto them relatively easy. Yeah. You've got to climb all the way back up. It's a, it's a whole platforming figure out what puzzle you did wrong. <laughs> to get back up there, yeah. And then if you get back up there and you fuck it up again, you're like, oh, oh, oh come on. Because the reason add... I fucked it up the first time was because I had no idea what I was supposed to be doing. So on my way back up, I'm like grumbling to myself going, oh, fucking hell, I'm trying to figure out what it was that I was supposed to do. Got back up there, still couldn't figure it out. Dropped down again. I, um... I got, ad- up. I got addicted to, um, <laughs> like, exploring the world. It's weird. It's a weird thing, because it's, like, the world's totally empty. Like, there's really nothing in there. There's fruit and there's besides, lizards. Yeah, there's lizards in the fruit. I got really addicted to, like, finding the shrines and getting the sparkly-tailed lizards and, like, increasing my stamina and health and all that stuff with the fruit. Um... I wanna, I wanna do the... I think you have to play the game through, like, three times. But there's a secret where you can go to the garden in the end credits. No shit! 
Yeah, but you have to play the game so many times to up your stamina, so you can actually. Oh, climb okay. There. That's cool. That's really cool. That's also a lot of time, but also actually not that 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 much. Once you get it down to a science, you can kind of probably speed run those colossi um, fairly quick. Um, yeah, I, I think I intend to like not now, obviously, because I'm going to lend the game to Kinross, but at some point in the future, go back and play it through a couple more times, see if I can like get that achievement for doing it on hard mode in under five hours or whatever it is. Um, I found the last Guardian <laughs> Easter egg in there, and it made me so happy. It made me so uh, the happy. Little, the little barrel thing. Yeah, those are things you feed Trico uh, in Last Guardian. Um, and uh, Maybe it was always in there. but Maybe! I found it by accident. Because that's my other like little like nitpick with the game, is sometimes like trying to... F- fucking find a colossi takes me forever and that's like where most of your playtime comes from is like okay let me hold my sword up to the sun and it's pointing this way so i start going that way and i think i'm going the right way and as i'm getting closer and closer and closer the line will just whoop flip yeah. around and face the other direction and i'm like oh, god fucking christ um and Did then you find all of the coins though because they added in those fucking no no i don't, I don't think i ever like found 90 of them i don't think i ever found one damn coin i don't, I don't think. I think you get a sword that like i don't know what it does yeah, but, yeah, the rewards of sword. I actually know what it does. Let me look it up. Uh, sword. I feel like it like drains something, but it makes you stronger. Drains your stamina. If it drains your stamina, it's like literally unusable. <laughs> <laughs> sword um, of Dorman. It looks badass. Um, it increases his damage output, but reduces health regeneration. So like you could like uh, kill. So if you're good at not getting hit, you can kill things faster. I'm not good at that. I'm good yeah. at that with certain ones. I'm not good at it with. All of them. Like, the first... Uh, maybe not the first two. The first one I can do without getting hit. Because <laughs> the other one's like all... It's like a stampy turtle thing. <laughs> There's a point where, like, you can go back um, to, like, where you fought the... I did it by accident because I thought, again, I thought yeah. I was going the right way. Um, uh, and I thought, oh, man, this is part of the story. You can, like, see the first Colossi you fought. And, like, he's all covered in grass and shit. And, like... Yeah, I noticed that when I was going over the beach where you fight the second Colossi. I was like, oh, damn, it's still down there. <laughs> That's cool. But, like, um, I'm sure they, they're all, they all just going to sit there. Yeah, and you um, can, if you go up to them, you can refight the Colossi. Oh, okay. If you want to. For a better time. Though a lot of them I'd be like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Please leave me um, alone. Um, but yeah, I like Shadow of the Colossus a lot, and I'm I'm glad that you liked it. Oh, I remember now you said um, it was a while ago. You're like, oh damn, I got spoiled on Shadow of the Colossus, and then you like told me what the spoiler <laughs> yeah, was, and I'm like, oh, well, I mean, it's not, that's oh, hmm, it's, it's, it's not like it's correct. one of those spoilers <laughs> where like, yeah, it's not. When I saw that spoiler, um, I didn't know like exactly what it meant. Because I read it and I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I ca- probably could have seen that coming. But then once you see it happen, it's like, okay, it's not actually what I expected the spoiler to be. It, it, I mean, like, mm. kind of technically happened. But, like, you can kind of pick up on that as soon as you kill the first Colossi and you see, like, like what's kind of happening every time you fight one. So, have, did it's... you um, check his model in between fighting the Colossi? No. Does it, like, start it to changes. change? Oh, changes. very cool. That's a really cool detail. Yeah, awesome. Um, I definitely want to replay it then. Like, and just, even just to experience some of them. Even, like, select fights again. Um, just yeah. Just to kind of get um, back in there. But I remember I said to you, yeah, but there's more to it than that mm. when, when you were talking about the spoiler. Yeah, there's a lot more to it. 
Because I was I trying know. like not to be like, no, it happens this way, and then just actually drop the spoiler. That like entire you. final sequence I thought was really well done. I think like it I lasted like, for I... fucking ages. I yeah. So <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm done. I'll be done in like ten minutes. It lasted for ages. They personated us. So long. They, they personated us there. Yeah. Um, but I was like, ah, oh, you know, I I the way I haven't played Eco, um, so like I don't know how he like ha- wraps up all of his games, but I just kind of. Like there's this really nice sense of like finality with uh, with Colossus and Last Guardian, and I'm actually look I'm looking forward to hearing uh, you know once you guys eventually play Last Guardian what you think of it, because um, like well I would be playing it if I had if I'd bought that copy <laughs> from the game shop that shut down. Um, <laughs> because like I love it's hard for me to pick which one I like like think of which one I like more. I think Shadow of the Colossus has like these higher moment to moment highs. Um, but overall, I think like the connection you end up having in Last Guardian, I think, creates a, a bigger emotional response that kind of lingers with you afterwards. Because like, not, there's nothing really for me to get attached to in Shadow of the Colossus. Like it's more so like Agro. like at, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although that I'll horse, attack. that horse pissed me the fuck off. Like, <laughs> like, like just run, run, horse, <laughs> please, like. Like, uh, was there like a technique to like getting him to sprint? Like, like press like the button to make like him sprint like, real like a fast. Timing yeah. to it, because like I would be spamming it, and then sometimes he would just fucking stop running. And it's like, okay, horse, you know what? That's probably what, the rhythm. That's what you, you probably got to get it into. I don't remember. I've not played it in a bit, but but so good game. You do, you I enjoyed myself that? very much. It's the, no, I'm, those are I'm good. doing it on my legs. Like, wait, that was good. Uh... <laughs> The horse ran in. That's the theater those thing. Are, those are good clops. Get That's what it's hooded into. Yeah. Those are good clops. Um, um, thank you. Yeah, I'm curious clop. to see what Kinross is going to think of it because I don't think Kinross is going to like it that much. I've got to be honest. I'm going to try and stream it. That's oh. what I'm going to try and do. And then I can be like, if you need help, go to YouTube and watch the PS2 videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but Depends yeah, I'm curious to see to what you'll it. think of it. Because I, I sort of had the suspicion that Bill was going to like it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious whether I'll prefer Shadow of the Colossus to The Last Guardian because I would have played Shadow of the Colossus first. I wonder if it's I, one of those also, things like your first experience with his games is always going to be your favourite or whatever. I, I, think, I think you're both going to like Last Guardian more than Shadow of the Colossus. Mm, bold I claims. I think. I need um, to buy a copy of it. Um, I will do it. It, I, I honestly I can't tell you why like I can't think of a reason why at the moment, but I just that's just the it's just the gut feeling. I, I reckon have. I'm just gonna get attached to that dog bird trico thing. I I think there are like really cool moments in that game. I mean like it's it's weird because like they're very similar in like their pacing and tone. I mean there's a lot less running around empty fields in Last Guardian. Last Guardian's a much more focused like like you're progressing through a level. Um, experience yeah. like you're moving through. I mean, it's not it's not level, but you know what I mean. Like you, like okay, I beat this like section of the temple and I solve this puzzle yeah. and all that stuff. But Last Guardian has much more of like a dungeon diving kind of puzzle solving aspect, whereas like Shadow of the Colossus, you can kind of f- figure each class size a puzzle in a way. But um, yeah, I've I've always sort of not always yeah I've thought of it that way because some of cause... them are are hard to figure out at first. Like how do I get to his weak point how do i there was one and i was just like i literally have no idea how to get on this thing 
And it was something really obscure that you had to do. Like, you had to wait for him to hit a certain place so it raised, like, a bit of platform up so you could then climb up and jump on top of him. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one it where, was like, like, it was took forever. You have this little, like, like lion guy chasing you, and you have to keep, like, standing yeah. on these things and having him hit you so that... My internet's gone the fritz. I'm just going to keep making notes. My internet's on the fritz right now. Hold on a second here. Could you guys still? Could you guys still hear me? Okay. Him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, well, look, you look and sound fine. I'm just gonna ignore you it then. Um, because it's at like 1,200. <laughs> That's like fucking death defying. Anyway. Why is it 1,200? Um. I don't know, but I can still hear you. But yeah, so like yeah, so like he hit the things and you gotta run up and then jump on the other thing and then like it's this big long chain. Um, there was there was one where I couldn't figure out for like 35. Oh minutes. yeah, that one. Where, like, you have to use, like, this... You have to, like, set a stick on fire or get a torch or knock this wood out of a bowl. Yeah, because they give you, like, really obscure yes. hints on the bottom of the screen. Um, like, it is afraid of flame. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Light. And, it. like, uh, I'll usually, like, just stand cool. around reading. <laughs> You're just writing down all the, all the solutions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, shit, my camera's not out of focus. But yeah, I loved it. I'm, I'm looking forward to you all um, checking out um, uh, Last Guardian. That's going to be fun. Um, hopefully, you all like. It. I think you will. I, I think if you if you can get past some of the jank and Shadow of the Colossus and still come away liking the game, I think um, you have no problem at all enjoying uh, Last Guardian. Because um, a lot of the stuff that like I complained about yeah. in Shadow of the Colossus, like the way the kid moves and like some of the climbing and just certain little things like that. Um, are are kind of present in Last Guardian. I think it's just kind of the way that he makes his, his physics uh, in his games. Um, they are they are present across both games. So I mean, if you can get used to it and like um, uh, know what to expect, okay, you'll be fine and you'll enjoy it. I think. I think I think it's just time you need with those games to sort of like understand how they work. Um, because there were certain points where I was like, I don't understand what the buttons are for anything and i don't know why but you just figure it out <laughs> as you go along and then you you know you're pretty good to go so i imagine it'll be the same with uh, the last guardian where just you need some time to get used to con- controlling the dog and uh that's gonna I be heard is not great at first but gets better that's it's an it's an interesting thing because when you first start last guardian it can kind of feel like a this ai sucks but and it does sometimes kind of suck in certain situations. I think it's just a little buggy. But in the beginning of the game, he's really not going to listen to you like the way he will later on because it's like 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 somebody else's dog. Somebody else's dog is like you're not going to be like, hey, come here and do this, do this. But that's like, who the fuck are you? Get the fuck out of here! I'm not listening, to you dumbass. Like get, get, the, get the fuck out. But as you, uh, I disagree. <laughs> as you, <laughs> as your bond with Trico like strengthens throughout the game, like he's a lot more responsive and a lot more reliable, and you can kind of depend on him to be there like oh i'm gonna jump off this thing and and usually you'd have to call trico but like i could just probably do it now i hope and like yeah he'll be there and he'll and he'll he'll scoop you up i I like to think that in actuality it was a bug and the ai is for whatever reason broken at the beginning they couldn't fix it and they're like uh it's because he doesn't trust you yet (laughs) it's the fucking story dog (laughs) that's why it took so long they were trying to fix that bug yeah 10 10 years (laughs) Well, I'm glad that you liked Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, yeah, anyway. I, I, I knew you were going to. But... Like, I'm, I'm glad I finally... Like, I'm glad this remake happened, because I probably wouldn't have ever gotten to it. I mean, like they had the HD remake on PS3, but again, 
plugging that in, like, plugging is it worth it yeah. for me right now, like, to do that, and it's a pain in the ass, and... and it's so cheap as well, though, like... And, yeah, the remake, it's... it's That's what you're talking about, right? The remake? Like, yeah, 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 the remake. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. cheap. It's, it's priced effectively. It does a great job. You're making the game. It's beautiful, and, and it's... it's I think, I assume, brought it to a lot of people who probably missed it the first two times around. Mm. I know I was one of them. Like me. Um... Fantastic. But yeah. Fantastic. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad it all worked out. So, should I go down my list or should we alternate? It's up to you. We can Oh, alternate. by the way, this is episode 40. Hooray! Episode 40! <laughs> 10 to 50. 10 to go until the big five. Episode 40! How, what's your favorite episode 40? Um, Friends. Commenters. Uh, do you guys love episode 40s? Uh, you like a 40? You know, a big 40 of malt liquor? Oh, I should have got a 40. Episode, four, episode 40 of Game of Thrones is pretty good, if I recall. It's the end of season 4. It was. It was. Which one was the season 4? I well, forget. Season 4 was the Oberyn, and the, that wasn't episode 10, but season episode 9 was the Oberyn oh, right, right. mountain fight. Yeah. <coughs> and then <clears throat> after that was the uh, aftermath of that. So, yeah, episode yep. 40 of Game of Thrones was a good episode. Um... So For episode forty of Westworld will be good. I, I I hope it gets there. I hope they make it to episode forty. Mm. I mean, it'll get renewed, but I hope they keep their story going to episode forty. Unless it starts sucking, then don't. Yeah, you, you get out. You know, we haven't started sucking, so that's why we're still going past episode forty. You know, we'll never. Your ship might be down, but we're still is, here. <laughs> uh, the uh, the secret is. If you always suck, you can't start <coughs> to suck. So we mm. can't go down if we're at rock bottom. That's, That's right. true. That's the way everybody should live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if I just suck, then I just, I'm just... Any <laughs> little bit, any little bit <laughs> of improvement yeah, is like, worse. yo, uh, you know. Um, you know, a bit, exactly. we will alternate, but I, I am going to talk about Far Cry 5 for a second. Um, <laughs> okay. I kind of front load yeah, that. Cool. that way is, it, is it like Far know. Cry 3? But, um, but in America, I have heard that it is very. If you've played three and four, you've played five, but the setting is refreshing enough that it's not quite so. It's obvious. it's one hundred percent more Far Cry. Um, like they didn't like, like whoa, they didn't like Assassin's Creed Origins it, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, they kind of turned some of this game systems on its head. I mean, then again, you know what? I'm I have kind of a bone to pick with like this is a tangent. I love Assassin's Creed Origins. I think it's a fantastic game. But, like, I don't think it's that much different from other Assassin's Creed games. Um, to the point where it's like, Ubisoft really turned it on its head. They really did it. <laughs> I can't believe it. There's still towers. You still assassinate dudes. The world's still massive. There's still lots of icons. It's just they added loot and skill trees to it. That's really, like, the difference. Um, to it's it. in Egypt, and it's got chocobos. And, yeah, there's chocobos. Noctis... Like swords in there, and the side Apparently quests are Odin's a lot better. There somewhere, <laughs> it, it, it's a like, lot more RPG structured in in side quests and storytelling wise. But I mean, like it's not as you're playing it, you're like, oh, I'm playing Assassin's Creed, uh, you know, hmm. similar to the way like I'm playing Far Cry Five, and I'm like, ah, I'm playing Far Cry. Um, yeah, which, is, I which liked, is fine. We've talked about this about four million times, but I liked Far Cry Three until the middle where they uh, killed off the villain. Second, um, the second island. Yeah, they killed off the villain, and then the game carried on, and I'm like, 
that yeah. he was the defining part of this game. I, Easily the best part. I Life. loved Far Cry 3. Also, <laughs> uh, like, like that game was like my first foray into like really deep diving into like the way that open world games would kind of go. Like, like, like the way Ubisoft kind of <laughs> took it from that point on for the most part. Like, like, and a lot of games started emulating that. I mean, I was not going to say Far Cry 3 was like this great trailblazer, but like as far back as I can remember, that was one of the first games I played like that, where the map was just full of fucking shit. And, like, it was like a giant checklist. And I loved it. I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. It's an FPS. Was that around the same time as Just Cause 2? I don't recall. I don't, know. I don't recall, to be honest with you. Because um, in my mind, they seemed like very similar games. Yeah. Um, and I got burnt out on that game hard. I beat it, and I almost 100% in it, but like once they take you to the second island, it's like, there's no need for this. Like, there's no need to take yeah, you to the second island. Yeah, they could have ended island. the game at the first island. Oh, and like, by that point, you're like, like oh man, like, I, I assume they expected most people to go, whoa, a whole other place to explore? But instead, by that point, I wonder you're, like, if they you're thought, like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to explore cause, this. Because back in the day, I wonder if they thought it was going to be like um, Ocarina of Time, because a lot of people assumed that once you did once you got the first three spiritual stones, that was the end of the game. And then it's like, oh, but wait, there's seven more dungeons. And I wonder That's if it like, was supposed to be like that. Because that the at the funniest, time was like, oh that, my god. The funniest <laughs> fucking thing on the whiteboard at Ubisoft is like, we want this Far Cry game to be our Ocarina of Time. And like, like there's like, holy shit, we're gonna do it. What? The... We're gonna Sorry, do my it. light is acting up. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can see it. Yeah, man. That's sick. Party time. Oh. I didn't want it to... Oh, crap. Could you change um, colors with it? Is that what that does? Is that color I mean, that's what it's color? doing by itself. Hell yeah! <laughs> like a goddamn cycle or something. Doran's oh, coming Jesus. to talk to you. He's coming to talk to you. I'm not making fun of any... It's the, the, he makes up a language in all of his games. Oh, there's a made-up language in Last Guardian as well. Um, like there is uh. in Shadow of the Colossus. Very interesting. I assume there's one in Ico too. I don't, because... Yeah, I assume so. I don't know if it's the same language across all three games. Because all three games I know, are very I similar know that aesthetically. Definitely, in terms of like canonical stuff, Ico is a sequel to Shadow of the Colossus. Ah! Very cool. Um, now I want to play it. I mean, I want to play it okay. anyway. But... I, think, I think I've settled it down. Okay, good job. Fucking uh, light, awesome. light up. <laughs> but, um, um... Yeah, Far Cry 5. Far Cry, yeah. Like so Far Cry 3, it's but 100%, It's 100% Far Cry. Um, I think it has helped me that I didn't play 4. Um, mm. Or Primal. I owned them. My dad played them. I mostly bought them for him to play. Um... Because like it's it's the last time I played a Far Cry game was Far Cry Three, which was like seven years ago, seven or eight years ago. Um, so oh my God. it's it's been like a lot. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's I suddenly a, feel like I just aged about ten yeah, years when you said that. that. Sorry about that. Yeah, I played that shit on the 360. <laughs> oh. um, so it's certainly been long enough in between my last Far Cry playthrough that like even just playing. I mean, then again, I mean, you know, it's not like I haven't been exposed to this kind of open world since then, but. Far Cry is a little different for me because I love playing FPS games and it's really fun to play a game like this with like inside of an FPS. You know, you don't, you don't get it too often. Most shooters are on rails, you know, and and you, they're kind of force feeding you their set pieces and all that stuff. So it's yeah. very rare that you get to just go explore the woods um, with an FPS arsenal and stuff. So it's that's always been the appeal of these games and they're fun and their physics are fun and the vehicles are fun and 
Um, I'm not very far into the game yet. The story hasn't really done much yet. And as far as I know, the story isn't that great. But I'm liking it for what it is. I mean, it's 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 like you know, Far Cry is a bad guy, and he has a bunch of people following him, and they're all in a cult, and they're all roaming around killing people, and you, you know, fight them. Um, but all the typical like Far Cry trappings are there. Far Cry trappings. The only thing that's not there are the towers. They took towers out completely. They're not in the game at all. Don't um, make a joke about it. Like <laughs> we're not going to ask you to climb yeah, a tower. Yeah, <laughs> because in, in, in the beginning of the game, you got to go climb a radio tower to like reinitiate these comms, and the guy on the on the radio is like, "Oh, I know what you're thinking. Uh, I'm going to be making you climbing these towers all." I think he even might even say "game" at one point. I, I they just they just like, oh, fuck it. We're going to break fourth wall and be the, have the like dumbest. If they realize it's a fucking trapping of Ubisoft games, stop putting towers in yeah. your fucking games, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's none of those, um, instead they kind of, cause like the towers, like they've always served as like the way to reveal the map, but they've all, like, as you get deeper in the game, they always kind of became like these little platforming puzzles. Sometimes they're a little harder to climb. Mm. They kind of replace those with these like prepper stashes, like these, um, mm. like, like crazy people bunkers that, that they've built, like to hide from the apocalypse that they think is coming. Um, like, you know, if anyone isn't familiar with what those things are in real life, you have these wackos who dig like eight feet under their backyard and stash corn under there and put cots in case nuclear war happens, they'll go hide under their fucking pool. Um, so there's a lot of those around, um, Hope County in the game and those all have like really puzzle like solutions for entering them. Um, and inside of those, you get like loot and um, money and, and stuff like that. And those are actually really fun because they're not they're not tied to like progression the way towers were. So they kind of took those puzzle like platforming things and added them to something that's actually fun to finish. Because it's not like oh I gotta go do this part of the map, and so I have to do this annoying shit where I keep falling because it's so hard to see sometimes in first person. Platforming isn't that great that way. Um, so luckily, like you know, they they kind of fix that. Um, they have these AI companions you could take around with you now. Um, you could hire like humans. The coolest, the coolest ones you could have. There's two different kinds. There's specialists, dog. Which yeah, there are specialists which are like this. Uh, no no no. There are like, soldiers who are like generic like dude. Just take some like guy named Bob who comes with you. But then you have the specialists which you can get a dog named Boomer who's awesome, and like if to heal him you pet him which is a it's the adorable animation. Um, you can get a bear named Cheeseburger. There's a bunch of other humans um, that you can get. Bear. Um, I haven't got the bear yet, but I, did, I, see, I have the mission on my map, so I have to go get him today. Um, get the bear. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just, like, a really fun, like, you know, and, I th- and like, a lot of people will probably ask, like, yeah, you guys are, like, you know, it, it's very similar to Far Cry 3 and 4, and there's a novelty of, like, oh, I'm in America. Like, you know, what does that do for the game's quality? And I think it is fun to, like, explore something that's not a tropical jungle, to explore something that's not, like, the Himalayas, you know, like, you know, or in Primal's case, you know, I'm walking around caves. You know, like, they kind of got rid of that whole, like, exotic locale thing and, like, just roaming through, you know, a forest that, you know, could be down the street from my house is, is kind of cool, you know. And they did a good job with the wildlife, which is something I was like, oh, what are they going to do? Like, you can't go, like, just hunting, like, tigers and shit anymore, you know. Um, but, you know, the woods in America have bears. You know, they have, they have cougars and stuff like that. So, like, it's not out of place I've... that these things exist there. I've seen some terrifying gifts of turkeys. <laughs> I like people seen... throwing like fl- uh, molotovs at turkeys 
the turkey doesn't die. It just catches fire and chases you down. (laughs) Oh my god. And they're shooting at it and it doesn't die. I think it was a bug. And then it just sort of leaps up at your face on fire, pecking at you. And some, like, Jesus oh, no. some of the animals do seem to take a lot of shots. Like, I put, like, a clip and a half into a cougar. And it's like, oh, I get you're, like, a badass. But, I mean, it's like, you so many bullets. St- so yeah. many bullets. Like, just die. Like, um, they got rid of the hunting to progress, like, your hunting pouches and stuff like that. So, Ooh, instead of, that like... That sounds awesome. Yeah, so instead of, like, oh, so I, I gotta go there's not a thousand kill... slicing animations. Yeah, yeah. I hate them. So, Whatever yeah. game they're in, I hate them. <laughs> yeah, Horizon had it. And I think, to, to a certain degree, Horizon had it. Um, it wasn't necessarily, yeah, like... But I think you could skip them. Yeah, you, you? you could do certain things to upgrade them. It wasn't necessarily, but, oh, I gotta go hunt five cougars and get their skins. Um, the worst oh. one with um, those animations, just FYI, is when you kill your own horse by accident in Red Dead Redemption, uh, and, then, yep. uh, and then you skin the horse. Yeah. Well, Red Dead's was generally bad just because they took so long. Yeah, that's true. Red Dead Two. Maybe they'll make them skippable in Red Dead Two. <laughs> yeah. They replace that progression with like perk points, and you'll get those for doing <laughs> everything. So, like, like weapon holsters, money bags, all of that stuff. When you pause the game, you'll have like your you'll, not they're not necessarily skill trees as much as they are just like perks, and the perks are categorized. So I mean, like you can call them skill trees, I guess, but um, you don't have to like progress through the tree. Like it isn't like oh, I need to buy this skill so I can get to this skill eventually. It's like oh, that skill costs eight perk points. If I save mm-hmm. up eight, I can just go buy that one immediately. So it's like oh if I, my god. So that if I want to, really yeah, because the weapon holster stuff is they cost a little more points, like three points or whatever for the first weapon holster upgrade. And you get these perk points for doing, like, there's an entire challenge log, but beyond that, like, you'll find perk points inside of the prepper stashes, you'll find them for beating missions, you'll get them, you'll get them for hunting, like, 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 oh, hunt three cougars, you'll get, like, three perk points for that, but, like, you don't have to, like, do anything specific to get them, like, you'll just amass them as you're playing, and, like, as you're playing, oh, I have, like, 15 perk points, I didn't even realize it. Let me go ahead and buy a weapon holster. Let me buy a you know thing that will hold yeah. more ammo. Blah 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 blah. All the that sounds amazing. That yeah. So considering I've just been playing Fire Emblem Warriors like nonstop this past week, and they're like crests or whatever. I assume it's the same in a normal Warriors game where you have like you have to unlock this to do this, and then it unlocks another thing that's off of that, and you're like, oh, <laughs> I'm never going to yeah. upgrade this character to his yeah. full potential. Yeah, they they don't um, they don't like force you down a, a like a like a tunnel that way and it's nice because you don't yeah. have to like specialize in anything like you know it's it's really kind of free-flowing um which is a nice change over like you know when i say it's like far cry 3 and 4 like it is the same like general structure but they changed enough about certain things to where it's like it it is like refreshing to jump into this one after only playing three and like mm-hmm. some of the things i hated in three like oh they fixed a lot of that and while it is still the same game for the most part it's just a, it's, a, it's honestly a blast to play like there are some really fun missions in the game. Um, tonally, it's a little strange. You know, they, the main story is very serious. And, you know, and they've kind of been saying that from the get-go. Like, you know, this is going to be a serious story. But then, like, you'll go from a story mission where, you know, you're, you're seeing this really dark shit. And then as soon as you leave that, you go to a side mission. And, like, you just, yeah, let's go blow some shit up. And it's like, all right, this went from, like, this went from, like, Halo to Borderlands in, like, in, like <laughs> 10 seconds, you know. Um, uh, but... Would you would you recommend it to someone like me who hasn't played Far Cry in a yes. very long time? And yes, hundred percent. Would you recommend it to someone like me who hasn't played Far Cry? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's yeah. Be, well, to be, to, I tell a lie. I did play a little bit of three. 
I mean, like... I think it's one of those things that I want to wait for it to get cheaper, but games don't yeah. seem to be doing that as much anymore, so it's I don't rough. know. It's yeah, especially ones They that... do when you, when you live in, like, digital land, where they're like, we're going to have a digital sale and drop it to, like, half price. I just, I just can't but, do it. I just can't do yeah. it. I can't, I can't fit any other fucking games on my PS4 because I've got 100 gigabytes of Final Fantasy 15 on there. Let's be real. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's about to get bigger. Um, oh, I want to talk about that. Um, but not now. Yeah, but yeah, I recommend um, I recommend Far Cry Five a lot. It's, it's uh, as I get further in, and I'll, I'll see how I feel about it. Um, but I mean, I'm taking it slow, and I'm not like like you know like eating it, eating it, eating it up. Like 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 I gotta mm-hmm. consume it all. Like it's a nice game to take a, a nice slow pace. It's a good game to relax with. Uh, there is co-op. I haven't tried that out, and there is the Far Cry Arcade, um, which is a level editor. Um, now the cool thing about oh. that is in the past. They had it so that you could make your own multiplayer maps and like put them online and people can play them. But nobody really gave a shit about playing like Team Deathmatch and Far Cry. Who gives a fuck? Um, when there are so many other better options out there, like you know, around the days of Far Cry Three and all that, even like Far Cry like Predator or whatever, whatever, whatever it was. I was on 360 before that. Um, it was always cool, but they put the effort into making that, but nobody ever used it. So what they did with Far Cry Arcade is they have like multiplayer competitive modes. Um, but they have, like, all of the assets from, like, every Far Cry game, assets from Assassin's Creed, assets from The Division, Watch Dogs. They have all these things that you could pull from, kind of like a Gary's model almost. Like, we just have this giant database of, like, everything Valve's ever made in Source Engine, whereas you have everything, like, Ubisoft's ever done. And you could make... What a weird in- game to put it in. Yeah. Mm. And you could make, like, entire, like, missions, like, entire levels and, like, multiplayer maps and single-player oh, co-op maps and... And all these things, and like people are making like the PUBG map. People made um, like the beginning of Resident Evil Two, uh, for example, like things like that. And like, you could place enemies and like set when they'll come and like pathing and all these weird, complicated things. And like there's a separate like like progression attached to the arcade, and you can do a single player co-op competitive, and it's really neat. And like it be it's really cool to see it um, kind of come into that. And it's and it's something they didn't really announce until like like. A, a, like a month before the game came out so like a lot of people didn't know they were working on it um and it's um and it's cool and you could access it either through the main menu or like if you could find arcade cabinets throughout the game world and if somebody's playing it they'll be like oh you see this game you can make your own levels on it and then you can go over there and <laughs> shove them off and uh enter the arcade like that and uh i haven't tried it out yet odd myself. game to put it in though yeah i mean it's the only ubisoft game with any sort of content creator just, in it, though, I'm isn't just it? surprised yeah. that they haven't gone, here's the Ubisoft content, content creator game. Pay $10 and you can make your own stuff. I, do you have to pay for, like, different game packs? No, it's, all, it's, all, it's all in there. Yeah, it's, it's uh, everything that you could want to use just comes into the arcade. Um, uh, so how long till someone remakes, like, Watch Dogs in... I, I, I can't wait to see what people are going to make with it and and I actually I should, you know, I should, I should turn it on later today and uh, just poke around in there and see what people have done because like um, I'm always impressed by what people do with Little Big Planet I'm always impressed you know with what people do with Mario Maker and like you give people tools and even though there are some limitations on them people <clears> will find a way to break them every fucking time um, so like it's a really fun thing especially like in an FPS you know we've had platformer <clears> makers before and getting to have this wacky co-op FPS experience and having a level creator in that, like, oh, that's fun because the gunplay is really fun. It'd be cool to have like literally unlimited Far Cry like missions, and, yeah. and it'll be cool to see what people do. So that's you're gonna burn yourself out. You're gonna not play another Far Cry until Far Cry Seven. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious what they'll do, uh... and then they'll make Far Cry Seven in the in the arcade. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only game I have to buy now. But I want to play Far Cry. They'll be in the arcade. 
Um, but yeah, good game. I'm I'm really happy with it so far. Um, good stuff. Let me delete Shadow of the Colossus off my list. I'm gonna delete Far Cry off my list. I talked about it. Yeah, you did it. I did. I'm it. interested. I'll wait until there's not a price drop, For and sure. then I'll not play it. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'll get into some more of my stuff later. Um, uh, after you you guys talk um, for a bit. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's the cave. That's a, that was a good hiccup, Chaos. I'm not gonna Do you want to doesn't go even echo on my or... iPhone. Uh, I could talk about like two things very quickly that I played a little bit of. Okay. Uh, I played more of Mirror, Bill's favourite match three game that he wanted me to play more of. Oh yeah, you showed me that. <laughs> yeah. That game's um, not good. Like... <laughs> so I got past good. the first level. I thought that the story was going to be that you follow this one guy and his, his mission to apparently abuse and bang every monster girl in the world. Yep. But no, it's it's different guys every time. It's like little little uh, tiny little visual novels about yeah, tiny some little guy who wants of... to bang some monster girl. Yeah. Uh so there was the <clears throat> there was the dark elf. I can't remember who the second one was. But the there was a zombie girl. Memorable. There's a zombie girl, there's a dragon girl. I think, and that's as far as I got. Um, and it's going to sound stupid, but the zombie girl story was kind of nice. <laughs> Did you get to the line that was like, I'm going to fuck the sluttiness out of you or something like that? Oh, yes. I did hit, I think that was in le- level two. <laughs> Bill's just like, um, <laughs> hello. I think that was level two. Um, don't tell me that, that we a... don't need equal representation <laughs> in video games. <laughs> uh, turns out that there was like a that the game was in early access and it's almost out but um i think that it did do, like the the battles <laughs> quote unquote battles did get slightly more interesting the more you, you got on every every monster girl has her unique ability that sort of screws you over and you've got to try and combat it but <laughs> Billy, generally <you're> okay. <laughs> generally the the match 3 experience is kind of slow and dull so yeah. i haven't played much more since um, I think you should buy it, if, Bill. It's like a dollar. It's this is the if, best. If you're interested, there is a fan, well, not fan made, but there are uh, de-sensor uh, options available to patch in yourself. But obviously not on Steam. You get rid of the terrifying, <laughs> terrifying rabbit man uh, who's like. <laughs> That is the face he pulls to cover. I feel everything. like I have to buy this now. How you said it's a dollar? Okay, like, it's like a dollar. Because here's why I have to buy it. Okay, Ken Rust, because that's why I'm laughing mm-hmm. over here. Okay, if you're yeah. describing this game, like, mm-hmm. you're, like you're really deep diving into the mechanics here, making it sound like an interesting game, but it's just like a booby game with match three, yeah? Like that's mm-hmm. best. Yeah, with some <laughs> honestly god awful writing. Mm-hmm. I gotta play it. I'll, yeah, the writing's not great. Where, I'm going on Steam right now. I'm gonna buy it. How, how okay. much is it? How much is it? Is it a dollar? I don't know. Something yeah, like that. briefly. Uh, can someone tell me what's happening in the dollar in the chat? Dollar ninety nine. The perma chat. Because I can't switch to it. Uh, I don't know because there's like fifty. Messages. The actual server. Oh, um, shout out um to um the permadeath Discord, um. Um, answering a question live 
from Robble. I hope that's how you say that name, buddy. I've been I've been reading your name for months, saying Robble, <laughs> and I assume yeah, that's it. I think that, I think that during the stream we we just um, heard that it is Robble. Robble, I'm I'm taking this like a live stream. Robble asks, I bought Splatoon two a month ago. Is Splatoon online worldwide? Yes, you can play with anybody. Yes. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, Mir- Mir- you'll get your answer on Monday. Mir- <laughs> <laughs> no one respond. <laughs> we'll tell you on Monday, Robble. Let's see here. Hold on, two, hold on. Two bucks, huh, for Mir here? Yeah. Man, I wish I could remember who Girl Two was. It was like a Shrine Maiden. Yeah. Oh my God! Maiden. Yeah, the Shrine. The the end of that one was bloody weird. I don't remember it because I was just like in a daze. Yeah, can, the time can I, I was playing that game? I think that's the one with the line. But can I can I spoil oh, the god, end for oh you? Oh god, because it was yeah, dude. I don't give her, a shit about wasn't this, it her uncle or something? Game. Something like that, yeah. But he turned into some kind of tentacle crazy guy, and then it ends with the next scene has Guro elements in it. If you don't want to see this, skip on, and. Uh, she has she has a crazy baby. <laughs> what the hell? That what? game's changed. <laughs> she has a she she has a crazy baby burst out of her stomach. Is this yeah. game streamable? Oh, nope. No. <laughs> like, oh god, no. It's not even censored enough that I could stream it. Nope. Fuck. I, it's probably going to end up on Twitch's banned list if it's not already. Probably already is, honestly. Well, um, I'm very happy to hear about that update. I think you should record a let's play of it and then just put together the best parts and censor it yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's to be not fair, a bad that would idea. probably be amazing if if you did, you did like a screen share and we could all it's over, all be playing it's with you, Bill. Overwhelmingly positive on Steam. Yes, it is. Uh, this is the problem with games like this: is it's hard to tell whether people are like genuinely like it's. A, I it, am sure as a game as a game reviews. it works. Uh, I just there think is that an element of depth. A game. Like, just think. It does. Honeypop does feel more satisfying to play, but I like that they tried to do something different with like skills and abilities and yeah, potions and attack purchases and stuff. It just doesn't quite uh, pull off properly. I just don't give um, a fuck. And that's the problem. Yeah, but Bill, if you do decide to to do a let's play in it, I'm down to uh, to play with you, uh, to watch with you, and uh, maybe narrate. Some of the stuff because some of the words I can say. <laughs> Not all of them. Though. Not all of them. Um, oh, have you actually my. bought it? No, I didn't buy it yet. No, no, no. no. You gotta wait for a uh, sale. You gotta wait for that sale to hit. <laughs> to save twenty cents. I'll buy it for, I'll buy it for forty-five cents. Um, I think I bought it for like seventy-nine p or something. It wasn't. Yeah, very I think expensive. we. I think it was seventy-nine p. Um, uh, but the other game that I briefly played and then put on hold to play on stream as well is I played some more Bloodborne. Ah, um, because it was free on PS Plus. Because Maze told and, you the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, some of you may remember that the last time I played Bloodborne, I didn't get very far and got very angry because it, I spent three hours slapping a wolf to death and never quite managing it, and then dying and then respawning and going to slap the wolf again. Now it turns out uh, that when you respawn the first time, as Maze pointed out to me. Um, I thought it was weird that they made a point of showing you this church, but had you spawn right in front, facing the gravestone that sends you back to the, the place where you slapped the wolf to death. Um, turns out that if you if you turn like twenty degrees to your left, you'll see uh, you'll see a stairway with skeleton bodies on it, and they offer you weapons 
and then when you get the weapons, you kill the wolf in like one hit. Yeah, in the hunter's dream, yeah, you get to pick. I uh, guess like, uh, what what'd you pick by the way? What weapon did you pick? Um, I think the walking stick and a gun. All right. Yeah. Okay. See, a lot of people pick. Um, a lot of people but, pick the axe first. Um, but but the problem you pick the is, I didn't. Weapon. Threaded, I thought that by selecting it, it would auto-equip it. So actually, the first time that I went through <laughs> after it, I'm like, I'm trying to work out how to use this weapon. Slapping the bloody wolf again. I'm like, no! I have a weapon! And then eventually I accidentally worked out how to do it. But yeah, so I'm a little bit further in now. Now you could turn that weapon. Okay, well, you, could, you could transform it. Did you know this about the weapons in Bloodborne? I don't know if he's looking intimidated so, or surprised. So, <laughs> when you um, have like your walking stick, it also becomes a whip. Um, I can't, I can't pull out my walking stick. Except, like the only time that I could pull out the walking stick is after I've used up all the ammo in my gun. Can't find any more ammo, and then suddenly my walking stick comes out, and I'm whipping people with like a chain thing. Yeah, that's the transformed thing of the walking stick. It's the it, it's it's the well thre- apparently it's the, apparently to me the transformed version is the walking it's stick. It's the it's the uh, threaded <laughs> cane. Yeah, you know, it's like a single little blade, or you could transform it and it turns into a whip that has like more range. You can attack more enemies at a time. It doesn't it doesn't do enough damage to hordes of of pitchfork men. So yeah, it, that's where I'm stuck at yeah, the moment. Yeah, it's it's not as like to work the, out where I'm the going. sword form will do a little more single target damage, and then like when you turn it into the whip, it'll like do a little less, but spread across. Like you could you have know, a wider radius, but. Um, so, I that I will probably I will also stream. I'm waiting for mates to get back from her trip. She yeah, so she to, can uh... to hold it. Laugh. She actually said it would be hilarious to watch you. Dude, <laughs> um, let me know when that stream is, man. I'll be there. Blood, probably next week. Bloodborne. Fuck yeah, Ken Ross. Oh, yeah, that's two of my games. Do I get to talk I'm about not... a game now? Yes. Uh, I played Undertale for the first <gasps> time. Ba, 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 ba. You should have waited for it to come out on Switch. If that game gets a physical copy on Switch, I'm gonna buy the fuck out of it. Because um, I have it on PC. It's just I went to Manchester mm-hmm. to hang out with Cam, and if you don't know Cam, uh, he is a huge fan of Undertale, and he's been telling me for like two years now you should play Undertale, and he just got it on PS4. So he was like, mm-hmm. "Come over and play Undertale." So I did. Um, even though I've had it on PC for the longest time uh, as it turns out I really fucking like Undertale what did you do? Pacifist General or uh... I did Pacifist True Ending I could never do a No Mercy run could never do a Genocide run because (laughs) it would break my soul into pieces but um... isn't that the lyrics to a song? I'm sorry I know you hate me doing it but Break my soul into cut, pieces. Cut my life That's, into pieces. Cut my this life into my pieces. Last yeah. <laughs> Damn it! It's Papa Roach. <laughs> Suffocation. <laughs> um, Bill knew what I was talking about. Uh, uh, yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Well, I've lost my train of thought now. Undertale. Uh, you loved it. Your turn, Bill. You couldn't. Genocide, you couldn't do uh, the genocide. No, I couldn't. Because I it would break your it. soul into pieces. Because glaring at you. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, right, okay. First thought was, it's A, it's been too long, and I've missed the boat on Undertale. B, I'm gonna think it's really overrated, 
Mm-hmm. C, I don't know if I want to like put in the effort to finish it. Yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, so A, yeah, I kind of did miss the hype train on it, but a good game is still a good game. Like B, I don't think it's actually overrated. I just think the fan base is a bit a bit crazy. Sorry That's if you are in it. I want to be. They're very Rick and Morty. Um, and the game's actually really the, <laughs> the game's actually really short as well. Um, I think I took probably about seven hours to do. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask that, yeah, how, how long has it played? Uh, seven, eight hours, something like that, uh, to do the pacifist route, and then if you load up your game, you can go and do the, the true route, true end. Um, and I went on a date with Papyrus, uh, mm-hmm. who's the skeleton. Didn't think I'd get attached to that guy, but boy, did I. Um, and you know, Is that I the just... one where you end up in his room? He's like, let's go into your into my room and do whatever it is that couples do in there. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh no, <laughs> I don't, I don't. He's want going it. to bone you. I made that joke, and I don't think Cam realised how great the planet was. Um, <laughs> so, have either of you like played Undertale before? Yes. No. Oh. Um, I think I talked about it here, and I was like, I don't think I like it. I own it. No. I, I think I said I think that I don't quite get why everyone everyone likes. Can it. Did you? No, I know you didn't give that to me. I think. Um, Lou, uh, you know, I don't think you listen to the show anymore, Lou, but, but I'm pretty sure Lou gifted me Undertale, because I think I talked about it on this fucking show that I want to play Undertale, and then I mm. got a Bill, gift. Um, you will fucking love Undertale. Yeah, it's one of those Just things enough, where um, the only things I know about Undertale are that people really fucking love Undertale, and there's a song in that game that is one of the best video game songs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And I think you only get that song if you do the, the genocide run, I think. Yes. It's Megalo- Megalo- Megalovania. Megalovania. That song is fucking incredible. Like, like is that okay, track is amazing. Um, minor disagreement. I think I think there's a great song in, in the true route. I, 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 cry, I, cry, cry, cry. I'm like, I'm sure. Because, like, I mean, like. That I can't even link you the great, song yeah. because it's got like the boss name. The boss oh, yeah, okay, name yeah, yeah. is the name of the song. I will start it. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, how have I not played this game yet? You know, I own it. I've owned it forever. It was like a Stardew Valley situation where it's like, it's just sitting there, it's sitting there, it's sitting there. Billy, start the fucking game, you, you asshole. Um, especially since it's been such a culturally, like, like a cultural phenomenon in terms of like its fandom and how much it spread across the indie scene when it came out, and um, and I love the idea of it. That you don't like, you could do these combat encounters by not killing them. Like I think that's really yeah. cool and unique and fun, and I definitely want to get to it. I'm actually, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna install it. You do that because oh, I think God, it's so good. It it pissed me off because the first time round, I had essentially done a pacifist run, except for one encounter. Was it that I was it cocked was it, up? Was it Toriel? Yes, oh. um, because I didn't like. I think stick with it enough. Yeah. Apparently. Alright, Cam, Cam was sort I of was, like I was one turn me. away. Yeah. I was one turn away from doing it properly and then I was like, screw it, do this. And uh no. yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that I had Cam there sort of coaching me through it because I probably would have done the same thing thinking this obviously isn't what I need to do. Mm. Um But because I knew the run that I wanted to do, um he sort of like helped me out with learning mechanics and stuff, which I appreciated yeah. because I probably would have fucked up if I'd done it on my mm-hmm. own. Um, 
but I think I think it's like really worth playing. I think Toby Fox is a fucking genius. Because uh, he did I think all the music that... as well. He's like yeah. concerned ape, but for RPGs. I think that the most of my problem comes like you. You are obviously now detached from it, but I was playing it like two months after the fandom sort of like really blew up. Um, that's what I wanted I th- to avoid though like I actively yeah. didn't play Undertale because I thought if I play it now I'm not going to enjoy it as much so mm-hmm. I wanted to wait for the ship the boat to sail past it yeah. I don't know whether if I was to, like there's not really much of a reason for me to replay it other than if I wanted to do a genocide run because it's the only one I've not personally done but I've seen Cam play it so it's like well do I actually need to uh, so I don't know whether I'd like enjoy replaying it necessarily probably not but yeah. i think i want to replay it just so i can like take my time with it because since i was playing it at a friend's house and i knew i had mm-hmm. to be done because i had to go and get on a train and yeah. you know go home um i was like okay i've got to i've just got to rush through this last part because it's like 10 o'clock it's gonna yeah. take a couple hours i've got to just go through and then we'd like stayed up until like one o'clock in the morning just talking about it <laughs> pro tip um, don't name your character something really stupid because it kind of ruins the mood because I named my character <laughs> I named my character Bobu because I thought it was like I thought just call it Bobu I don't know Yeah. Um, and then there's like these really emotional moments happening and they're like no Bobu <laughs> it's just like don't do what I did I took a, I took a picture of it so I'll, I'll send it when Bill's finished the game but I think Bill would love it, personally. Because it's like cool RPG that's got some neat mechanics and uh, there's probably like 7 million walkthroughs now if you want to figure out yeah. the, the true route or whatever. So yeah, It's crazy that I Because there's some stuff in that game that I'm like, how the fuck do people figure this out? Yeah, there was a fair few bits like that. Um Yeah. Sorry, I'm just looking at the store page. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Do you like those 73,000 overwhelmingly positive reviews that are Pretty Undertale? freaking wild. It's a great game. Like, I understand why people like it. And I, I'm really surprised how attached I was to the characters in the game as well. Because See, I didn't really care about any of them. You take that back. <laughs> I, I sort of like Papyrus. I've seen so many... Like... Papyrus is the best character, but I've seen so many videos that have been like... Put sands in un- no put sands from Undertale in Super Smash Bros, and I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> um, final boss. Just, I don't understand how uh, how he would look in Smash. Question number one. I uh, like Game and Watch. Yeah, I guess like Game and Watch, but Bullet Helly. I don't know. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> related. Smash got announced for the Switch. Hooray! Inklings are going to be in it. Inklings are in it. One of the most terrifying looking announcements. I know, right? Leo, everyone's like, yes, yes. And I'm like, this fucking Inkling's going to die. Like, <laughs> look, at the, look at this amazing cinematic with a, with an Inkling in it. This is like on the level of Smash announcement. That's kind of weird. They were... Turns like horror eye flame. They were having so much fun together running around. And then the apocalypse happened. And then like yeah. the sun gets eclipsed. By Mario, and then <laughs> <laughs> Mario 
out his friends who are just standing looking at him like, you're gonna fucking die. And it's like, holy shit. In front of, like, an inferno. Like, you can hear the flame over the music. Yeah, it's terrifying, but awesome. Awesome announcement, though. Really cool, real. Breath of the Wild Link. Yeah! I really want them to, like, um, redo his moveset so it's more Breath of the Wildy, so you can have, like, your your B-moves be like (laughs) Ravali's Gale and stuff. I don't want to see that. I want them to have an infinite number of... uh, I want the costume to be the Gerudo costume, the naked costume, the tunic costume, and the uh, ancient armor. Speaking of which, I want them to change Mario's costumes to be Mar- like Mario's outfits Mario from Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. Mm. Instead of being like color swaps and stuff. Yeah. That would be so cool. I think... But which ones? Oh, Poncho, obviously. Yeah. It would be cool if they could let you actually choose your, your top, middle, and bottom, and it's oh, actually all of the stuff. That would be cool. But... I think they're going to change Mario, so instead of having Flood, he has Cappy. I was just going to say, do they give him a Cappy move? Yeah, for sure. 100% give him Cappy. Like, I, I don't think Flood's been relevant on top forever, of so... He's not been relevant for a really long time, so I wouldn't mind if they took him out and replaced him with Cappy. I might actually play Mario now and again, if that was the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to finish Xenoblade 2 before that game comes out. Because they are definitely going to spoil Xenoblade 2 somehow. Because yeah. they spoiled the original Xenoblade Chronicles in Smash first. Damn, did they really do that? Yeah. What the fuck? In a trophy description? Or trophy name? No, it was just the trophy. I was like, oh, so that happens, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I was not happy. Um, but in trophy descriptions especially, they're like really bad for spoiling stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't want to spoil another Xenoblade for myself by playing Smash Bros. So <laughs> I think you've got some time. You got some time. I, I think least. I think it's going to launch at the same ish time as the online, online. service. Probably what, September, September, October sort of time. Because yeah. then that's their holiday game as well. Like yeah, that works out pretty well, I'd say. Um, Maybe they release it in, like, November so that the online's sort of functioning properly. And then I Smash should hope comes out. it's functioning properly by the time it comes out because it's been delayed, like, a year now. Yeah. yeah Which I shouldn't yeah. complain about because it saved me a bunch of money, but... I saved you 20 um, yeah. I just... I'm not excited about Smash. I'm... <laughs> that direct, I was like, right, they're definitely going to... Drop some information about the new Fire Emblem game. It's been that was that was forty days since they announced. That was Fire my Emblem. fault, to be fair. Let's go. I am sorry about that. They didn't mention it. No. There's a bunch of games that I'm like interested in playing, like Okami HD. I can finally play mm. that. I could I could have played that on PS4, but yeah, gonna play it on Switch now. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. I can play that if I want. Do I want? Probably I know, Spyro. Probably. Pro- Probably Spyro. I reckon chance. the reason that it's they've not announced Spyro yet is because it's going to come out later than the PS4 and Xbox One versions. Probably, yeah. But speaking of which, E3 is like really soon. <laughs> Our next yes, podcast is. is going to be E3 predictions. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because then after that it's E3. Well, mm-hmm. So, get... Well, get... I mean, it might time out that the one after the next one, but it's getting close. It's getting very close, because that's when they're going to start announcing characters for Smash, and then they're going to be like, here's Sans from Undertale. <laughs> <laughs> here's Shovel Knight. 
I actually sort of half expect Shovel Knight. Shovel that. Knight and Shantae the are the two that, I'm expecting. The fact that Shovel Knight wasn't in every, like DLC is crazy to me. Because like he'd be perfect. That's because everyone wanted Bayonetta. That's true. You speaking, said this, Bill. Speaking of do Bayonetta. you think do you think <laughs> they're going to replace Cloud with Noctis? Yeah, hundred percent. But I mean, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, because he's in Tekken. Oh my god, do they do that? Like you know, they let him in there. But like, why the fuck not? You know, like, doesn't Bandai Namco kind of help Nintendo with Smash nowadays? Isn't that the... Yes. That's why Pac-Man was in it. Yeah, so, in it. so then, yes. Then, yes, Noctis will be in... Noctis will be in every game. He'll be in Mario Kart 9, too. Mario Kart 9, too, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, it's Final Fantasy, Can you so imagine? it's all weird. Fucking... Yeah. Imagine I, I came to the conclusion that I think Final Fantasy VII Remake has more of a chance of being on Switch than Final Fantasy XV does. Yeah. Because they're making it in... Unreal 4, which is crazy, but it's not as finickety as Final Fantasy XV's engine, so yeah. I think I'm going to have to give up on that dream, and I don't like that. Oh, Rest well. in peace. Rest in peace. Not having a good dream time. Rest no Fire peace. Emblem, no Final Fantasy XV, although episode Ar- uh, Aranea, Luna, Yo! Arden, Noctis. Yo, can I just say how fun Aranea is going to be to play as? Can I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yes, you may. Yo. It won't be right, but she, you can say she it. has a spear. She's a dragoon. Yeah, it's gonna be fucking sick. You know who else has a dragoon? Kirby. <laughs> Did you play Star Allies? I played the demo. I am really enjoying it, which I am not pleased with because I have to buy it now. Wah, wah, wah. I haven't played I've Kirby not heard great things Superstar. about that game, to be honest. I have not heard bad things. I have heard, I heard it's very it easy. is an av. Whatever. All Kirby games are That's easy. True. The challenge is like in hundred percenting it. But I've heard that it's a average to good Kirby game, which still makes it a good game. But people would prefer uh, that prefer other uh, renditions. But then people are like, "Yeah, I preferred the one like like I think that the Wii U one is better with the, the rainbow bridges and things." And I don't like either of those games there was um rainbow curse or rainbow paintbrush right, or whatever yeah, like it was on the ds canvas or canvas curse yeah canvas curse I think it's um, the one on the 3ds or the ds i didn't like because i didn't really like epic i couldn't understand the, the mechanic epic yarn was okay that was the wii one and then the wii u oh, one okay. brought back the uh the rainbow bridges and i didn't like it so i i have enjoyed what little bits that i've played um, cool you know, I it's always fun. like liked Kirby. It's, cute. it's fun. Like, but and and basing that off of the only Kirby game I've ever played was Superstar for the SNES, which is on mm-hmm. the SNES Classic, I believe. I think. I think, I think. so. Um, because uh, I always loved the music in Kirby, and I, you know, it's just a fun idea. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, the variety and like in abilities and stuff. Yeah. But um, oh, I played Kirby sixty four too. I played that. I like what that the too. crystal shards. Yeah, yeah, played that yeah. as well. But um, cool. Uh, I recommend like there's a demo for it. I recommend yeah. just snagging it's the co-op. demo. It's co-op now, yeah. Could yes. you do split Joy-Con co-op with that game? Yes. Oh, maybe. I think one? that pretty much every Nintendo game that has yeah, they'd be co-op dumb. is they'd be dumb not to set yeah. that up that way. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, speaking of the Switch, uh, and speaking That's of good speaking of Bayonetta, um, I started playing Bayonetta. Um, yeah. The other week. One, two. Oh, starting at one. I've never played a Bayonetta game before ever. I played the demo for two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I like this. And then I bought the collection for the Wii U. 
never got to it, and then I eventually ended up selling my Wii U when once I was done with it because I'm like, ah, you know what, I just I'm not gonna play it ever again. Switch is coming out, um, and I was you know hoping a lot of these games would be poured to the Switch, and that seems to be the case. So um, I I won, I think, the battle. Um, <laughs> so I started banging out a one uh, about two weeks ago. Um, but I'm having a really good time with it. Um, I hear Bayonetta 2 is like significantly better than one. Um, but I haven't, I'm not really yep. having any problems with the first game, like in terms of like, you know, any of it being like aged or whatever, you know, it's, it seems to have aged fine. Um, the combat's really fun. Um, very stylish. The music's really good. Um, it's not much to really say about it besides like you just, it's just fun to play. Very infuriating to play. Um, yes. I've wanted to smash my switch off my knee several times. I won't do that because that's yeah. I would not play Bayonetta in handheld <laughs> yeah, mode. Don't do it. Don't. Similarly, like if for whatever reason I bought Dark Souls for the the Switch, yeah, I would not just, play it uh, in handheld because mode. like you can't just throw the controller like you because you have the temptation then to be able to actually throw Bayonetta herself across your room. So yeah. don't play it in handheld mode. Um, but beyond that, beyond like some of the infuriating moments and all that stuff. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. I want to get a pro controller because sometimes doing certain um, inputs and combos with the joy cons, it just it feels the sticks on the joy con. I don't like them for certain things. I don't really yeah. care for them for Splatoon. And I don't really care for them for using because certain combo finishers in Bayonetta have you kind of like, 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 like Mario party and the stick. The stick yeah. And that joy con stick doesn't really work too well for that, at least like in, in the times that I've had to use it. I've gotten used to it, and I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm not going to go spend 80 yeah. bucks to play Bayonetta, you know. Um, I'll eventually get a Pro Controller, but it's, just, it's pricey. Um, yeah, uh, but think about it. You'd be you'd be using it for Bayonetta 1, 2, true. And, 3. And Splatoon. Splatoon. Yeah. I'd, and you could I'd use honestly, it for, for your, your Mario Kart, your Xenoblade 2. I'd probably use it for everything, you know what I mean, that I could use it for. Yeah. Um, just not for like stuff Warriors. like Mario Odyssey because I like using Split Joy Con for Mario Odyssey. But, Dude, uh, I want a pro controller for Warriors. I want one so bad. It is pretty good. It's I can't stop playing Fire Emblem Warriors. sought after things getting a pro controller. Although um, I was like, I was on the verge of buying a Xenoblade Two pro controller. Ken Ross was <laughs> like, Nah, hold off, it's fine. So I held off. It's out of stock everywhere now, so I can't yeah. get that pro controller anymore. But you, you couldn't afford it at the time. I could. Couldn't have eaten after. So speaking but... of like, <laughs> yeah, so speaking of like Fire Emblem, one of the things that I love so much um, about like these ports of Bayonetta, and it was present on the Wii U as well, are the costumes. Yeah. Um, and like it has me excited to see like you know I'm sure they'll add costumes in Bayonetta three as well since they're in both one and two, and it gets fun like be- using the Princess Peach costume. If you're using the default Bayonetta when you finish a combo, like like a big stiletto will come out of like the Nether World or wherever, and like yeah. finish the combo and crush the demon. But if you're using like the Princess Peach costume or the Daisy costume or whatever, oh, yeah. a big Bowser hand comes out and crushes the enemies instead, which is super funny. And they actually change up the mechanics too. Like if you use the Link um, skin, you could actually like use a shield to block, and you don't like, get blocks like that with any other costumes. So they do some like fun things like that. And that's... I've been playing in the Princess Peach costume because I love the Bowser hand. I can't get over it. It's just so funny to me. <laughs> and you get coins like Mario coins instead of like the halos for the currency and everything. Yep. And, Oh, it's a lot of fun. I gotta check the other costumes out, um, see what they um, do. But I feel like I should give Bayonetta another try. I'm I picked curious it up as the to Wii how big the download for Bayonetta One is because I'm um, still I'm still not on the micro SD card train. I so. think it was like 3.4 gigabytes. I think. Oh, yeah, it, it's not, it wasn't it's not big at all. Yeah, I downloaded it pretty quick. You know, it doesn't have a lot of room. I guess LA Noir required like a 20 gigabyte patch, yeah. so I was um, I was thinking yeah, it was I... going to be quite high. I'm thinking maybe I want to give it another try. 
because I think that I was just being impatient with it and couldn't be asked to learn the the minuteness of See, the combat. I want to give it a try, but I still own it on Wii U, and I feel like maybe yeah. I should play that one. Could you see how much I... something takes up on here? Yes, uh, you go to. Oh God, got to unplug myself to find this information. Everybody oh God, the switch. This is good educational information for listeners at home too. So I'm, I don't feel bad for taking up time doing this. At this point, Bill's probably already found it. I can't. You already found I it. I literally now. can't find it. I can't. I feel like an uh, idiot. So it'd be system settings. Okay. Data management. Where the fuck is that? I'm dumb, dude. Don't don't ignore me. I found it. Okay. So <laughs> and data management. You go to software, okay, and it lists okay. all of the software. So. Okay. L.A. Noir takes up 13 gigs for me. So fully installed, um, Bayonetta 1 is 8.5 gigabytes. Ooh. I'm going to have to get a micro SD card. I'm I, just have gonna feeling, have to I have a feeling the download wasn't that big. I think it just unpacked that. I, I assume that's how it worked. Um, it's just because... Um, I don't know why, but I'm just like, I want to hold off on that micro SD card for as long as I possibly yeah. can. But I, I ended up I, having to delete uh, L.A. Noir because I could not fit the the DLC for Fire Emblem Warriors on my Switch mm. with with it there. Yeah. Maybe I should have yeah. deleted Ukulele. Mm, maybe. I ain't playing that game again. Sorry. <laughs> just, I'm just not. I think you just need to buy a micro SD card. They're not expensive. Yeah, yeah I just want to wait for them to be as cheap as they possibly can. Cause well, the they're always going to get cheaper, on, but it depends on what size you want. I think I've either got 128 or 400 gigabytes. Exactly, that's what I'm waiting for. Well, unfortunately, they're not going to come in that size. It'll be 256, 512. No, 400. <laughs> no more, no less. <laughs> Speaking um, of no yeah. more, heroes. can we talk about no more heroes for a sec? Yeah. Can we just? Right, I've shown both of Absolutely, you yes. footage. I'm so scared. I'm so scared <laughs> because I think. <clears throat> no More Heroes is in a weird position because the games got released like 10 years ago. There's only like a certain number of fans that it got. Like it didn't sell millions. It sold like 100,000 or something like that. It wasn't a best-selling game or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm scared <laughs> that no one is going to be interested in Travis Strikes Again because it looks fucking weird. It's and... an interesting... Oh, sorry. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I think, I think they're banking on Travis Strikes Again doing well in order mm. to make No More Heroes 3, and I don't think Travis Strikes Again is going to do very well. It's a it's an interesting situation where, like, <laughs> uh, I, I look at it kind of like a similar trajectory to, like, Nier. And you have, like, Nier 1, and the Drakengard games, for that matter, because they're all very connected. These very niche, like, they have their own dedicated audience... You know, people love that director. You know, like a lot of parallels drawn between Yoko Taro and Studio 51. Like, you know, like they have the same stigma about them and their games and like their relevance and, and all that stuff. And, and they're so similar. And like we saw what happened with Square Enix and Nier Automata and what they did with that game. Like nothing short of like, wow, like they made a game that is still very niche. Like Nier Automata is not something accessible. Like, like, oh, I'm playing, you know, uh, uh, and this isn't an insult um, to this particular game because obviously we all love it, 
But you look at what they did with Final Fantasy 15, and like they made it like so, you know anybody can kind of get in here. You know what I mean? It's not some super complicated thing. Near Automata was like, ah, fuck it. You know, you got like 19 paths and you got robot ass and philosophy, and you know it's like this game's weird, but it sold so well because they allowed them to kind of like, do what they wanted to do, and they made a game that's similar to Near. Then you have like the No More Heroes situation where it's like No More Heroes one and two again. Like you said, Abby, they didn't like sell super great. You know, they weren't like these knockout successes, but they have their fans. They have their. Um, it's more like a cult classic. I yeah, think. yeah, that's the that's the that's the way to describe it. And you have a chance with the Switch and like how hot the Switch is right now. Like, like you look at how it's doing with like for indie success and like you know they're, they're people are buying software on the Switch. People want to play games on their Switch. The the people who own a Switch will buy anything at this point. Like apparently, be, because like it's like it's on the Switch, and like I will buy anything if it looks good on the Switch. Like I want it on there. So you have this situation where it's like people are buying so like the the people who own the Switch are are buying stuff actively. You have a chance with like you know other games from Japan like Yakuza with with Yakuza Zero coming out and like holy shit you know another game that barely sold in the West, but word of mouth they made their game and it just caught on. It just boom perfect time to strike while the iron was hot. And I feel like they kind of had a good chance here with No More Heroes. I'm finally getting to my point. They finally, they, I feel like they had a good chance here with No More Heroes to do the same thing. Because the Switch attach rate is, is so high, people are buying so much stuff for the Switch. People are into weird Japanese shit at this point with, with Yakuza and Nier and all these things succeeding. And you know, I think they had a chance to really do a full-fledged No More Heroes sequel and not have to worry about playing it safe. And I think it could have been successful. Um, but, but at the same time, it's almost as if this is even weirder than like if they would have just done a No More Heroes sequel because who the hell wants to kind of play this, you know? Like if, me if, because on, I'm a, on the I'm surface, a legacy fire on the fire. surface, yeah, yeah. Like I think the only reason I want to play it is because it's No More Heroes, it's Travis, and yeah. it's No More Heroes. But as a rule, I'm I don't think I'm a massive fan of pseudo games because I've played a lot of them and I've not loved a lot of them either. Yeah, that's a good point. Like if anyone's ever played fucking Flower, Sun, and Rain on the DS. One of the worst <laughs> games I've ever played in my entire life. Um, I wasn't a massive fan of Lollipop Chainsaw. wasn't a massive fan of Shadows of the Damned. And I just came to terms with the fact that maybe I don't like Suda's games. I just really like No More Heroes. So I don't know. I I wonder if Travis Strikes Again is a... Res- like, I don't know how long it's taken necessarily to develop. But how if it's a response to how well like digital software is selling on the switch and like the sort of stuff that it is i think that if you're producing a something that you're selling is like not quite micro games but Mm. that sort of small contained mechanical bits with a hack and slasher element whether that's something that they're going for because they think that that is the the switch experience that people want and so, actually, it will sell rather like well. Making a despite... handheld game, yeah. basically, is what. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like a, a a mobile hack and slash type thing, and whether that will actually sell enough to just the general public who don't care about the the No More Heroes sort of element to it, they're just like in for it for a game, and it happens to subsidize a full. I mean, I'm just so curious about how geared towards fans of No More Heroes this is. Mm. Like fan service, um, yeah. Like because. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, you, you no, do. No, no. There's a good chance that they're making a No More Heroes three. We just don't know about it. Also, you well, know. he said 
Um, he wants to make No More Heroes 3. Like, he's got design docs okay. for No More Heroes 3. So it is a thing that in his head that he wants to So do. it's a thing that he wants to do, but it's, we've known that for, like, ten years by this point. He's just never, like... I think the engine that he makes his games in predominantly now uh, did not play nice with the Wii U particularly. So mm. I think he's sort of held off for a while. They ported No More Heroes to the PS3, um, and then it's just sort of been dormant ever since. And then they're coming back with Travis Strikes again. And I lost my shit when they announced that there was going to be a new No More Heroes game, because at that Switch presentation where it yeah. came out, and I was like, don't you be wearing that fucking t-shirt dude, because he was wearing like the No More Heroes Santa Destroyed logo yeah. on his shirt, and I was like, I can't. I can't deal if it's not going to be No More Heroes. And then it was, and I was like, no. <laughs> but, um... Thing is, I love No More Heroes. It's like one of those games that sort of like defined a lot of um, things that I look for in video games. Very important mm -hmm. game to me. I love the writing, love the characters, love the combat. I just think it's fun. And none of that seems present in Travis Strikes Again. And I feel like I don't want to be like, go buy Travis Strikes Again, because... I want people to experience No More Heroes sort of the way I did. Yeah. If you know mm -hmm. what I mean. So I don't think it's going to be something that I recommend to people who haven't played No More Heroes before. I think it'd be cool if they did like a collection <laughs> for the Switch uh, 1 and 2. Because um, I've been saying that for be a awesome. while. That'd be awesome. Because you've never played it, have you? I've owned the... Actually, I still own the first game. But I, I don't have He's a Wii. Playing. I don't have a Wii or a Wii U anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can get like, you can get like a Wii for probably. Yeah, I'm sure I can find that shit. At the, we worked out at the, the other day. It's actually cheaper. Really it's really cheaper to buy a Wii than it is to buy a Wiimote. So you get the I Wiimote have, like packaged in with the Wii. I still have the Wiimote over here, uh, but I just. Well, it's, this... <laughs> it's cheaper to buy a Wii than it is to the, buy a controller separately. Where so. I left off in No More Heroes was I fought like this girl in like a Japanese like samurai house thing with like the Tommy mats and pillars. Like that's the last boss fight I. I Shinobu. She was number eight. Also, I kind of made it. Was, was I far in the game? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You were at the third boss fight, I think. Oh, I thought yeah, you meant like, it she goes, was boss uh, death metal. Like... Yeah, it's like it's kind of like indie Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, <laughs> it's um, death metal, Doctor Peace, and then Shinobu. Okay, I wasn't far at all then. Okay, fuck it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, but um, I know they released that PS3 version that has like stuff from No More Heroes Two in it. Is that? Uh... Yeah, it's got like dream sequences, which is bo which are boss fights from No More Heroes Two. So. Huh. This is the thing, like, I wonder if people who, like, played it on PS3 are going to get anything from the story, because apparently the story takes place after No More Heroes 2, because I've been watching a lot of interviews about it. It takes place after No More Heroes 2, and it has something to do with how Travis ended up leaving the No More Heroes motel and living in that trailer, um, which, I don't know. So the uh, game is canon. Yeah, my chair is like... squeaky as shit. I'm sorry. That's all right. Okay. <laughs> so is mine. Oh, we all... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. We're all, we're all squeaky. Okay. Um, yeah, Half I'm of just... the editing process is getting rid of squeaks. <laughs> um, sorry. Because when they, you know, when they did that initial trailer, where the dude is like in his car drinking a beer, comes out, like tries to beat Travis down or whatever, and then they get taken into the machine mm -hmm. i was freaking out when that trailer happened because it was such a callback to like things that i liked because i knew instantly that this male character who we now know her as Badman, 
I knew instantly that he was Bad Girl's dad because mm. he has the same mannerisms because she was an alcoholic, so him drinking the beer, like, crushing the cans and throwing them down makes sense. Uh, he had a picture of her in a car, in his car, like, dashboard thing, and he uses a bat, and that was her weapon of choice, and I was like, well, they've got to be related, like, that's that's a fan thing, like, only fans of No More Heroes are going to realise that. And it sucks that they aren't porting No More Heroes 1 and 2 before Travis Strikes Again happens, because they could, because the HD game fucking exists, because they made it. Mm -hmm. They released it, people have played it. I'm I'm not okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not okay. Because every time I I think about it, I'm like, I'm excited for it, because it's a new No More Heroes game, I love Travis, that's great. But I'm terrified. I have faith. I'm terrified that it's going to be terrible. I shouldn't have faith, because there's no point in having faith anymore. But I have faith. Here's why I have faith. If I can get Valkyria Chronicles 4, Abby, if I can get that after the colossal dump that was Valkyria Revolution, you'll Maybe get no more heroes. Heroes. on the Switch. It keeps showing up in my get my recommended game purchases. What's that? Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles 4. Get ready. <laughs> I mean, I've not even played 3 or 2 or whatever one it is I've got. You yeah, do you to. need to play all of them? No. Oh. Um, so cool. the way it'll work is... It's like Final Fantasy. Um, is Valkyria Chronicles 1. Irrelevant numbers. Valkyria Chronicles 3 and Valkyria Chronicles 4. Uh, now, if I get any corrections in the comments, look, I'm sorry. I haven't played the PSP games. But they, <laughs> they all take place in the same war. So the way 4 will work... Fuck out of here, Wire. The way 4 will work is it'll be taking place in another part of the world while... So they're like, all taking place at the same time. Yeah, it's like you have a bunch of World War II games, and like, oh, this yeah. World War II game is like the European fronts or whatever. You know, this one takes place. Right, you know, okay. Like, you know, like, like that's the way they're kind of doing it here. So okay. you won't have to play any cool. of them to play four. Now, I highly recommend playing now, one. Now, that just makes me want to play all of them. And I, <laughs> like, it's not like a Yakuza situation where you could technically play them all separately, but there's a through line of, of Kiryu through every game. Yeah. Um, whereas Valkyria Chronicles 4... Jump in, jump right the fuck in. I highly recommend the first game, but you don't have to. And they're similar enough from the gameplay that I'm seeing from the demo of four, and it's out in Japan now. Um, is that it's not a case of oh they made all these advancements in four and made one impossible to go back and play. They're so similar, and they did that on purpose, I assume, because they didn't want to piss anybody off. Um, and that's a good thing. That like if you played four first and go out and back and played one, it doesn't seem like you'd miss really like like mm-hmm. oh this is like the quality of life improvements like that. You'll be fine. So yeah, you can jump on, jump on that, uh, jump on nice. that tank. Cool. Um, I'm going so to do that then because it's on Switch. Be awesome so. on Switch. Yeah, I can't wait for that. I'm gonna play a bit of it on my PC. See whether I even like the game. Oh yeah, it. you own the first game on PC. We, I think, we I all think do. We both do. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> don't know why I haven't we mentioned played it last yet. time. Yeah. Game's incredible. Um, but yeah. Go and play the original No More Heroes. That's all I'm asking. I, I'd Go like to play that. I loved what yeah. I played of it when I played. It. I loved that game. It was like it was it's something. Just... It, it was so frenetic and fun and and. Um, what year did that come out? No More Heroes. Two thousand and eight. That's so that my guess. Like... Two thousand and eight. So that was like. Yeah, it's two thousand and eight because Desperate Struggle came out in twenty ten. I think I'm gonna check. No More Heroes. But yeah, like the frenetic, like just look at that game and how nuts it was. Like it kind of appealed to me yeah. a lot back then. I was in uh, tenth grade, probably. Uh, like that was two thousand eight. I was phase right. Of constantly rewatching like Fully Cooly and crazy other you know, shit like that, and I just loved Fulkel, 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 Florine, Chlorine. Speaking of dreams, this is why. Okay, yeah, I mean, you're gonna get no more. Have you played Dreams? Three. No. 
Um, I want that to come out though, um, because we're talking about Far Cry Arcade and like, ah, but people are gonna do with Dreams is gonna be unbelievable. I have no doubt in my mind that game's gonna be something special. I just hope it catches on. Um, I got a sneak. Well, I didn't get a sneak. I'm not like some like industry insider. Um, (laughs) Adult Swim aired an episode of Fully Clear. This is totally not game related, but you know, I'm talking about Dreams right now, and you know, and how great it is to be alive sometimes. Um, they aired a, the first episode of Fully Cooly Season 3 on April Fool's Night. Now that sounds weird because Fully Cooly Season mm. 2 hasn't aired yet. Um, but the Season 2 and 3 are separate stories. And oh. Oh. Dreams do come true. It's so good. I don't even want to hear anybody's shit about it. I, I don't even want to read it. And, and I know people are going <laughs> to nitpick it. They're like, oh, it's not like. You know, it's, it's, it is like the old stuff. Like I don't, I don't even know if people were watching when I read the comments. Oh, it's a worse chaos. Like, what are you even watching? Like, did you even watch it? Like, I have the, a Is worse, there anything worse a than worse chaos. Like, does chaos doesn't have giant robots falling from space in it? It doesn't have. <laughs> it that. does. You're just not paying attention. You're too distracted by the mowing. That's that's. It's like, what the fuck were they watching? And then I and I. I I commented in a thread. I'm like, I wasn't expecting to hear that. Like, yeah, and it's actually a disservice to K. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You don't even, you don't even watch it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So, my character chronicles four. The new fully cool is actually good. Um, getting Shenmue. Suda fifty one will have his day. Shenmue is not going to be good. Um, <laughs> it's not going to be a good game. That's that's. <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> but it's happening. That's, It'll happen, I'll, but it's I'll, not going to be. I'll good. get the rest of my st- I, and it won't even be the rest of the stuff. I'm so worried nope. about Shenmue three and for many reasons and like none of them are gameplay related or like voice acting related or any of that stuff i'm worried because this motherfucker says to us oh it's I, not I, the end yeah i have like four more games planned i'm headed. dude just end the story man we a cliffhanger for like over a decade just end the arc in shenmue 3 don't fuck with us because it's not going to be successful don't fuck with us and I'm like, oh, we're Shenmue 4 ten, 10 years later. Don't do that to me. Just, like, end the story, please, God. You got fucked in the past, you know, with Sega. Don't do this. End it. End it. Oh, Jesus. Fucking Christ. Well, the good thing about No More Heroes 2 is that it did kind of have an ending, so... It's not like I've been on a, a on the edge of my seat for the last eight years. Like, where is it? I just want more of it. So... I've also been playing Final Fantasy twelve. Um, Is that Zodiac Age? Uh, yes. Um, there was no transition there. That's just uh, <laughs> I just been playing it. That would have been a good transition um, thing to transition from when I was gabbing about Final Fantasy fifteen's new yeah. DLC that's coming out yeah. next year. Final Fantasy twelve is amazing. Um, now my trajectory through the Final Fantasy series is like no, like you know, it's not a traditional one. First one I ever played and beat, 15. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of people's. Um, so I guess you went 14, 15, and then yeah, you went back yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, 14, 15, and then like, I'd be like, oh, go play 6, go play 9. I'm like, ah, you know what, I kind of want to play 12. Um, <laughs> it, it looks so good. And, oh, God, look, look, this game is like build a game, like in so many ways. One, it's Star Wars. I don't know, this is a very common comparison. No, it's not, it's but it's literally Star Wars. Like you have a Han and Chewie duo, you have spaceships, you have the you have the Resistance, you have the Empire, you have a Luke Skywalker type dude. Like the the Imperial armor looks like stormtroopers. Like I don't know if this was intentional or if like some guy just woke up in the in the Square Enix offices back then and just like oh and like just had Star Wars on the brain and just like accidentally spit this out. Um, but oh my god, I am dying 
for them to make. Now, this isn't not like a you know a knock on any like Final Fantasy 15 related things, Final Fantasy 13 related things. I'm Better dying. Not be. I'm dying for them to like kind of go back to this kind of style of world, which I think they will. I think Final Fantasy 16 will look like this, and I know that's like what Bill. How do you substantiate that claim? I just I just think it. You know, um, I, I think after they got to do seven remake first though, so yeah, it might be a while. Yeah, we won't see Final Fantasy 16 until I send my kids to Ithaca. Like college, like I won't ever, I won't ever see it. Um, but at least it gives me time to catch up on all these beautiful games. Um, Twelve takes place in Ivalice, which is the world that Final Fantasy Tactics takes place in, um, and it's also been brought into Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, and it has like the character artist for fuck, what fucking shit was that? Is that Bravely Default? I think very similar. That right. sounds right. Uh, I'm probably wrong on that. Nobody correct me. No one's listening this deep anyway. Um, so, so, <laughs> I, can say the most, like, no. I can say the most outlandish shit at this point. The only person who's going to correct me is either Robble or Tao from our Discord chat. They're the only ones who are listening this far. Um, so, I'm listening. A lot of people were like, like this was like Mostly. this was a de- divisive Final Fantasy game when it came out because they changed the combat up in it. It wasn't turn based. This was after ten. This was the next big release after Final Fantasy ten. Eleven was the MMO. Then they moved into 12, which a lot of people were like, oh, get this MMO shit out of here. Because the way the combat works is it's not even really like MMO combat. I don't even really know why people complain and, and like look at it. It's no hot bar, you know. Um, so the way the combat works in this is like it's it's not turn-based. It's it, Well, I don't even know if I'd hesitate to call it not turn-based because like everyone's moving. Not You're not waiting for other people, but everything has a timer to it. So I think that's maybe why people call it MMO-based because there's like a global cooldown. I'm, I'm saying a lot of gibberish. But there's like a global cooldown to like everything you do. So you have an auto attack that's always happening on a timer. And then in between that, you have abilities and you select your characters. And like, oh, I'm controlling Vaughn. You can control any party member you want at any time. Um, oh, I say I'm controlling Vaughn at this point. Everyone's auto attacking. Everyone's doing their thing. You'll click on Vaughn. Go to his attacks. Oh, I have always moves. You can use moves whenever you want. Those will have a little bit of a timer, a cooldown. Mm-hmm. Um so it's traditional in that sense, but it's but it's everything's happening at all times. Um, so you're not ever like kind of waiting for like oh it's Vaughn's turn let me do this. So the way you'll deal with that with your party is everyone has gambits, and those gambits are like oh I want my healer yeah yeah he shows up. I'm burn, getting type zero flashbacks. And, you, and uh, <laughs> it's probably very <laughs> oh, I was, similar. I was thinking about card throwing oh, the guy yeah, yeah. from X Men. Um, so the way it'll work is like oh this character is like my healer type character. But I don't want them to just always be standing there just healing. So, like, you go on to their list, and you're like, oh, I want this character to only heal allies when they get below 50% health. If, and when that's not happening, um, the second gambit is I want them to always be attacking the weakest enemy. So then, because the healing one is on top, that's priority. So as soon as someone gets below 50%, they will heal no matter what, even if they're attacking because of their second gambit. And so it works as a priority list. So like you kind of, like load out your characters as to how you want them to act. I kind of have a basic template for all of them unless they're a healer because beyond that they mm-hmm. don't really you know you don't really need to do anything super wild with every single character because it's it's a lot it's a lot. Um so once you have all of that stuff set and you enter battle, you're just kind of watching all of this stuff just happen like oh, I have all these characters set to do this, 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 this and this. It will always stay like that. You can have preset gambits, you could like customize them and save mm-hmm. them and switch out another loadout or whatever. Um, and it's just really fun to like strategize the combat that way. I think the combat system is fantastic. I think a lot of people were just sad that it wasn't turn based anymore. Whereas it's really not like some simple, like you know, Kingdom Hearts just bang, 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 bang shit. You know, like it's it's really deep. 
Um, and beyond the comic, we need to talk about Kingdom Hearts, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Um, beyond <laughs> speaking of the <laughs> beyond the combat, like the world is beautiful. The remaster in particular. Um, added like the speed up option, which I think deserves to be in every JRPG because I think there's just tasks that happen in these games that just are there for one reason, and that's to make their game 70 hours. Like grinding out enemies should not be a thing. Like I'm not saying it shouldn't happen in your game, but I think Breath of the Default did it really well. I think they continue to do it well with these Final Fantasy remasters, where like, I tap L1 and we're going four times speed, and and with the Gambit system, it's really great because you're not entering in and out of combat you're just running through this field and as soon as you approach these enemies you have four times speed on your party just consumes them and you're just it's so fun to grind in this game because of the speed boost and i'm engaging in things i wouldn't have otherwise um and then there's the job system which is really fun that's been added it was in the game in the past but the way they've done it in zodiac age is they added um a new way to do it so in the past oh how did it work in the past i read about it so in the way it happens in this game is you pick a license board for like I, you could pick any class for any character. So I, I, let's say Vaughn is the protagonist. I have him mm-hmm. as a Shukuri. It's a ninja name. Whatever. Um, I have him as a ninja, and uh, the fuck did I make him? Fuck him. What, Fran. I made her an <laughs> archer, and a fuck. What did I make her? Shit. Let's go to the next guy. Uh, Bosh. <laughs> He's a knight in a bushi, and that's like a sword and shield guy and a big katana guy. So when you pick the specialization for them, it unlocks a giant like chessboard for that class. Mm-hmm. And every time you kill enemies, you get these license points, and you have an option to go in any. So like it starts off giant chessboard looking thing. You have one thing unlocked on like one side of it, and you could pick something that's either like above it, to the sides of it, below it. And then when you pick that, it will unlock more squares around it. And you're kind of going in all these directions and which way you want to go. And, like, at the end of each, like, path, you unlock, like, special abilities. But you can kind of, like, move around this board and unlock skills and things that you want for them. And it's just so expansive. Like, it's insane. Like, the amount of customization for each character's class you can go. It's so deep. And, like, what's cool is, like, oh, you can mix and match them. You could multi-class. So, like, I have... Oh shit! What's her name? Uh, Ash Kinross. Ash is that her name? Kinross. Hey, we'll just call her Kinross. So I have Kinross as my, <laughs> as my white mage. I thought you were gonna say your I, waifu then. I, I, I thought that was what you were gonna say as well. But I also um, have her as my black mage. So I have her doing heals, but I also have her doing. Um, so she's like my dedicated total magic user. Then I have Pinello as a monk. <laughs> And a time mage. So she has time magic that, like, debuffs enemies and slows them down. And, like, like does all these, like, different crowd control things. But she also beats the shit out of stuff. But she doesn't lose mm-hmm. access to, like, those abilities. When you, like, you're not switching between the classes. So when you multi-class, you kind of have everything for each one. So, like, there's a lot to take in. And there's really no wrong answer for how you want to set up your classes. So it's not, like, a Google search mm-hmm. of, like, oh, what should I pick? Like, fuck it. Just pick whatever looks cool for them and, and what will be fun and the game's awesome. I'm like 15 hours into it. Um, story's really fun. That uh, I don't know. Was this the trend where they started like voicing JRPGs in British accents? Because they're all in this game. Um, like Xenoblade kind of took the carried the torch. It's because we're cheap. I love it. No, I love it. I, like I think because not everyone's living in New York. Like you know, like not everyone's like some like hey hey you want to go on an adventure like I don't even hear <laughs> like, oh oh my dub shouldn't sound like that <laughs> like like what what the fuck 
Um, and uh, they the dub's really great. Um, the, they reorchestrated the music. Uh, I've never heard the original soundtrack for Twelve, but it's fucking amazing. This music is so good. Um, I'm just loving it. I think I think um, Abby, I think you'd like this game a lot, especially liking Xenoblade. Yeah. I think there's some very big similarities in in. Like, I was gonna say that like MMO, yeah, not MMO stuff um, sounds really yeah. similar to Xenoblade. This like it's just it's. As I'm playing it, I'm like, ah, like you know, I do really want to go back and try Xenoblade out. Um, at least the, uh, the first one for sure. But I mean, I don't have the like you know, I don't have it on. I don't want to play. Well, you, too, but, you need a Wii yeah. to get normal heroes anyway, so that's true. That's true. Might as well buy a Wii, jump back, go in. through that back catalog, and then just sell the Wii for my profits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's great. It's how you're getting bad profits from a Wii. It's a uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's very cheap. It keeps going on sale. Um, so. Yeah, I think it's like one of the games that I want to play, but I want to get through. Ki- I, I really want to get through Kingdom Hearts because I heard, I heard that two is good. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, Game Club is uh, taking a break because <laughs> uh, no one wants no, to it, play Kingdom Hearts. It's it was just unfortunate. Like we were on track for like the second second session, and then Bill had a crisis of of playing it, and I just had like personal I mental wanna, crisis i, just don't I couldn't play it i just don't want to play it anymore we just need to bite the bullet and get it done the gummy ship stuff is the worst thing to be in any game i, just... I disagree because the next level that we would play which would be deep jungle i guess yeah fucking sucks <laughs> i just think it's really boring like i don't really know th- you know what we just need to say screw it buy e3 Kingdom Hearts 1 is done. I mean, just, just watch, bash it, it just out. Just watch the cutscenes, Bill, and no one will know. I mean, like, you, you, probably, you probably you wouldn't understand it anyway. Like, even if you beat it and no. watched, versus watching the one cutscene, you'd know just as much problem. I mean, th- we've got, I've gone right back into ripping Kingdom Hearts from, like, wanting to give it an honest shake. <laughs> yeah. And I turned it on. I'm like, I'm kind of enjoying this. You know what? The main menu music is really nice. Um, but like, I just don't want to play it. Anymore. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Kingdom Hearts and, and, is a good game. And it was a thing of, and I, and I don't mean to compare the two series here, but like, you know, is it a Bill and a JRPG problem? And no, it's not, because like jumping into Kingdom Hearts, like, oh, this is fun. This is fun. I never, I never for? kept I'm grabbing to... <laughs> me. And then I started Final Fantasy twelve, and before I know it, I have fifteen hours into it. So it's like a. Mm. I also think Kingdom Hearts is very engaging unless you're really into the properties that it's incorporating, I think. Or, I don't know. I don't know, though. I don't know what it is. But there is something about it, and it's just like... But... I don't know. 3 looks so good! I, you know, like... Apparently 2 is really good. Yeah. We just need to get over the Kingdom Hearts 1 hump. It's only 60 hours. Or is it 30? I think it's only 30. It's only 60 hours! No, it's only 30. I think that it's it's a reasonable length. Yeah. I do want to get back into it. It's just I've left it off at a point that I really I just don't want to play it because I mean, the next section that, is that we more have enjoyable. to do for Game Club or whatever we wanted to call it is Deep Jungle, which is the Tarzan level, which uh-huh. has platforming, platforming and pretty precise platforming at points. Oh, and because the jumping in that game sucks. It sucks mm-hmm. so bad. Yep. Well. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll story, we'll story. By it. the way, I'm trying to open something that has a child block on it, and I'm 27 and it's I can't push. You. I'm yeah. pushing. Push. I'm pushing, and it's bring it in here. Sorry, okay. it's something that I. 
Okay. No. Um, Kinros, you play anything else, man? Besides, besides you. I, I didn't mean oh, besides. besides I, no, 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 no. I didn't mean, but because I, I knew that's what you were going to talk about next. So I didn't mean to like don't talk about this shit. Fire Emblem no, Warriors and I, Fire Emblem Heroes. I want to hear about. Yeah, I've been playing Fire Emblem Heroes actually. I want to hear about Kingdom, back into that. I want to hear about Kingdom of Thieves the most. King, sea of Thieves. What Kingdom, the fuck's happening? Kingdom of Thieves. thieves. Welcome to Kingdom of Thieves. <laughs> so yeah, I've been playing Sea of Thieves um, because when I bought my one S. Um, it came with a free Game Pass code for a month. Oh! And if you sign up, if you uh, like set up a direct debit, even though it's your free month, you get another free month. So I've got two months of Game Pass for free. Um, and see if Thieves came out of it. Uh, Genius it move, by the way, for them putting that. Yes, shit on it Game is. Pass, yeah. Um, and it's. So the, it's not a perfect game, I will say that, but it's just enjoyable to sometimes set sail around the world. Um, you've generally got three quest givers. You've got the Gold Hoarders, the Merchant Alliance, and the Order of Souls, I think is the name. Uh, one's, the first one's obviously get treasure. The second one is delivering animals, uh, chicken, sheep, and snakes. Chicken. And then the third is like going to islands and and killing hordes of dudes and then getting a bounty. Um, the biggest problems that I have are it's not if you're playing it on your own, you can get a two man sloop, so you can and you can like operate that on your own. The problem is that any galleon that sees you is going to be like there's at most two people on that ship. Anything they've got, we can wreck them and steal all their crap. Um, so, doing it on your own means that you basically leave your ship unprotected whilst you're doing your mission stuff. Which isn't too enjoyable. Um, so, when I'm playing on my own, it is just a case of, I feel like sailing around this, this world. Um, just listening to music and the experience of sailing it's kind of like Wind Waker in that regard it's kind of fun um, really it shines when you're playing with other people which is what I've been doing on stream with um, Dire Dwarf yeah. a friend of ours um, and hopefully Bill soon um, and then it's it's just a norm, like the normal sort of open world experience with friends being silly and occasionally handing in missions and things. Um, I know that people are wanting some more depth to the missions because, like I said, the the merchant one at the very least is literally collect animals as you go and sell them to different outposts that we tell you to go to. And the problem is like the. So chickens are incredibly easy. They're just really loud. And so if you're trying to be stealthy, they're going to alert people. Chickens. Uh, the pigs are a pain in the ass because you need to feed them super regularly or they get super loud and die. And the snakes are just a, a pain in the ass because if you're on your own, um, you need to play music to soothe them. And if you don't, they bite you and poison you and all that malarkey. So if you're doing it on your own, you're carrying a snake in a box. Eventually, it'll get angry and bite you. Uh, so you need to have someone around playing music. Cool. Um, but otherwise, it's it's a fun time. I 
don't necessarily know at this point if I'd be paying for it. Right, right, right. Yeah, because you're still on your you're in your two free months. I'm still in the free. Yeah. Um, and so everything is unlocked. Like there are no microtransactions. It's all unlocked. All the cosmetic stuff is unlocked. Oh, interesting. Earning gold. I didn't know that. Um, they've said that they do not want to put microtrans in it, microtransactions in it ever, if they can help it. Um, and their next big content patch is scheduled for two or three months away. I don't so, know if that's a little bit too long for some people. So they can but... regularly update it, say, if people are a bit dissatisfied with the fact that there's any like certain missions and stuff. I guess they can add yes. new mission types. They could, yeah, they can either add, they would, I guess, add um, new mission types, new cosmetics, things like that. Um, so I, I'm enjoying it. I look forward to playing it with you, Bill, as I look forward to playing anything with Bill, because it's a rare treat. Um, and I'm this time next next episode, I'll probably be able to say whether I I would have dropped money on it. I think it's it's a full price game though, isn't it? It's like fifty quid. Yep. So, so it seems like a thing where, like, what I'm noticing is I have friends who love it. Feel free to ask questions because yeah, I'm awful. Yeah. At, at, I, I have friends who, I have friends who love it, and what I've seen of it is like, oh, I, th- I think I'd have a lot of fun playing this game. And a lot of the complaints I'm seeing, and, and it's different to me. It's different than a Destiny situation where Destiny's whole focus is grinding content for loot, and when that dries <laughs> up, you have a problem, a big time problem. Whereas yeah. Sea of Thieves is more of an emergent thing where. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm disappointed the rewards are just cosmetic. And to maintain a game like Sea of Thieves, it's really difficult for me to, to, to rationalize that, oh, yeah, there should be, like, all kinds of crazy loot that does things to you because that kind of makes it a little unfair. Because I think the, the coolness of, like, coming across somebody on a sea that, like, you could kill is that it seems like it's balanced, like, like for the yeah. most part, like, all the time. And that's important to maintain in my eyes. Now, I haven't played the game. But that seems like it's something that, like, if you like, oh, I see that ship, and now obviously, if you're in, a, if you're in like the sloop, is that the single person ship? Yeah, it's gonna be well, tough. Two man ship. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be tough for you to take on like a galleon. But like, there should never be a time. You can do it. There should never be. Oh yeah, and and but I mean like a little bit, a little bit tougher, I assume, than like yeah. if you. There should never be a so time. The, yeah. So where... every, every, I think that people are like arguing that there should be more ship types. Okay. So long as Depth like in that each way. ship has a unique element to it so the galleon obviously has more firepower but it's slower so yeah. the sloop can sort of outrun um galleons um in a in an agility test um but it only has two cannons to it whereas the galleon has four um so or eight even because to me it's so like a game where um like it's what you make of it almost like that's what yes. i'm seeing it's like depending on who you're playing with and what is fun to you like to me, it's a situation of it's going to live and die by its player base and, and what they make of it. Now, that's not to say that certain devs shouldn't be held accountable for certain things not being there. But to me, what I've heard from about Sea of Thieves, what my friends have told me about Sea of Thieves, um, what like you know I've seen it, like watched of it in the streams, like a game mm-hmm. is just like a good ass time, like you know, like and and the thing that kills me and this like phenomenon that every game needs to have like three hundred hours of unique content or it's a waste of money. 
where like yeah like destiny was supposed to be an mmo type deal where like okay sure yeah you know what you should get 300 hours out of destiny because that's what they marketed it as for the most part but like not mm-hmm. every game needs to have if it's co-op it doesn't need to last you 600 hours or it's like oh what a waste of no. if you're getting like 40 hours of fun out of this game with your friends for 60 hours and then you shelve it for a bit there is nothing wrong with that that is good value like there's nothing wrong with that at all like some games you buy for 60 bucks and you're done in 10 and you're okay and and I feel satisfied with that sometimes. So this weird yeah. thing where it's like, oh, man, I'm, I'm I'm already 50 hours in and I'm already getting bored. Dude, fucking fuck off. Like, with that, that's fine. <laughs> You've spent two days of your life. That's fine. Like, you know, like. Uh... I, yeah, I think that in, in Sea of Thieves case, because it, the, the solo experience is so eh. Like if they if there was some more For solo sure. experience sure. element to it, I would be. And um, yeah, I don't want to like. If it hadn't been on like the fact that it's on Game Pass, one the fact that you can get a month free trial means that you basically get a free trial of, of Sea of Thieves. Yeah. But um, it's a lot of time to play it too. You've got the to fact that I think um, a lot of people were potentially hesitant about it. So a, a game that is so multiplayer heavy. If I didn't have anyone to play it with, then I would have actually wasted my, yeah, my money. Yeah. Um, so I like that in that regard, the player base is so technically large. Um, you don't run into all that many people somehow. I don't know how the servers are going. I know that they were having some issues, so they sort of changed how the servers worked right, and right. PvP were, was calculated. So I don't know if they've necessarily fixed that yet. But... Um, yeah, I would probably be a little disappointed if it wasn't on Games Pass and I had to buy it and I was relying on other people to buy it. Because I don't think that I know enough people that would have. Windows 7 and I'll play it. <laughs> buy you an Xbox. It's a, it's a fun thing to like see happen because, like, to, wa- to watch unfold. <laughs> because I think, like, it's like Microsoft's like only big, 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 big release in a while. And yes. like, I think it's a risky one to do, and I think it's cool. Like, I I'm looking forward to trying it out. Um, and but it's interesting for me to watch people try to spin this like it's some Destiny situation where like it's like not even there's not even comparable to me, like at all. Destiny had a had a real problem with its core what it wanted to be, whereas I think Sea of Thieves nailed what it wants to be big time. Um, yes. Uh, it's just it just feels a little light sometimes for sure yeah and i, I don't mean to dismiss any criticism because i haven't played no it. no no but some of the things that i'm reading where it's like oh I, i'm you know 100 hours and i'm done like dude there's nothing wrong with that like like do you have anything else to do like you know you know like i played monster mm. hunter world and i put 60 hours into it i even played it in weeks and i'm not I, I mean i didn't run out of things to do but you're doing the same thing over and over again you're fighting the same monsters and i never once went like oh I'm done with this already? I got bored already? It was more like, man, that was satisfying. I got 60 hours out of it. I put it down. I have 9,000 other games to play. I'm okay. I'm yeah. okay to move on. Um, and most of the people probably are doing the $10 Game Pass. Most people probably didn't pay $60 for CFD. So it's it's also interesting for them. How successful was this for Microsoft? Like they announced like yeah, how, how, do, sales, how do you measure like success how many when are people playing? are playing yeah. it free? Like how do you <laughs> bought it? How do you bought CFD? You know, it's interesting. Um, but that'll that'll be a genuine, genuinely interesting thing with them saying we're going to put all of our first party stuff onto Game I Pass on launch. As that. to whether, it's fucking awesome. Like, how will you measure the success of, for instance, Halo Six? Right. Um, right. That is 
most people, I imagine, will not buy the game. Mm-hmm. They'll be paying the $7 or whatever a month yeah. and playing several things, including Halo 6. Do you then say that Halo 6 is a profitable uh, game? I, I think I think what ends up happening here is that it ends up... They probably end up... Now, I have no hard data to back any of this up. Um, and looking at it from a Sea of Thieves perspective is, <clears throat> like, I think they could possibly end up squeezing more money out of people this way. Because I look at it this way. I spent 10 bucks to try Sea of Thieves, and I got really into yep. the game. I love it. I either now buy that game, or in order to keep playing, I have to keep spending $10 a month. Now, I get access mm. to other games, but let's say I've now done that for a year. I've just given them 120 bucks to play Sea of Thieves instead of 60 And I think, like, like it, it maybe doesn't add yeah. up. Like, for uh, cause other games are on the service, like Halo 6, like you say. But I think there's a way to, like, just kind of keep dangling the chain on people to where, like, oh, just stay subscribed. And you end up spending money on something that, like, you wouldn't have spent money on otherwise. And more people are playing your game. More people are probably unsubscribing and then buying the games so they can keep it. So it's a weird thing of, like, I'm sure they've done their research on this. And I think, like, how do you, then how do you measure the metrics of, like, how successful was the Halo 6 to a Horizon Zero Dawn where all Horizon's numbers are raw sales, whereas a lot of Halo 6's players are probably Game Pass. Um Regardless, I guess you, like they're gonna they're gonna have stats on how yeah. much time is played, and regardless, and even if it's like a a, a divvy up of twenty percent of Game Pass this month was playing Halo Six, mm-hmm. Halo Six gets twenty percent of the money because and, the and, and there's a reason it's first party only too because Microsoft is 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 like nobody's taking a hate on this very no wealthy publishers. yeah <laughs> so and it's interesting because I think this is awesome like for like stuff like Halo Six because Halo 5's population dwindled very fast. And yes. Halo is a series I'd love to get back into, but it's never worth it for me to invest the time. And I know people say it's like a chicken and egg situation. What, what, what would you call it? A chicken and egg situation? Or, or no, no, no. It's something else. Fuck. Oh, what's it called? Because it's a thing where, like... Catch-22? It's a thing where people say, like, oh, uh, like, this game doesn't have a lot of people playing it, so I won't play it. But, like, if you would just... If, if everyone stopped oh, thinking right. like that and just played uh, the fucking game, they'd have a lot of people I think that's a Catch-22, um, isn't it? Yeah, something like that, yeah. It's like a self-defeating... Prof- uh, something something weird. Um, Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, like, the, the, like, the Wii U didn't sell anything because there's no games. So yeah. There's no games because no one bought it. Yeah. yeah. So, it's it's an interesting thing where, you know... Me with Halo, it's like, oh, nobody's playing after a while. I won't get it. When it's like, just fucking buy it and play it. More people, if it's, it was a Titanfall, it happened to Titanfall too, too. And people dropped off so fast. Yeah. And as the months went on, oh, no one's playing it anymore. I won't buy it. Um, I mean, it's it's looking out for yourself. But uh, I yeah. think it will be big for stuff like Halo 6 where, oh. All, all I mean, when you don't have to drop. Th- th- this is the problem with the $60 price tag is when there's such a heavy multiplayer component is if. If people don't play it, then you've wasted sixty bucks. Yep. But if you yep. if you yep. only yep. spend ten, yep. it doesn't matter. And that's where it will help, like stuff like I think Halo Six is population, where always people have Game Pass and they have access to Sea of Thieves and Halo Six and Gears and all these things. Like, oh man, Xboxes, Xboxes, yeah, Xboxes community is like all unified, like they'll a shot in the arm for games that might have died off after a while. But if I have Game Pass and it's like, oh yeah, fuck it, I'll check out Halo. Like it's fuck, it's included. I might as well. I think the Game Pass is awesome, and I hope, like, Sony does something similar. I know, like, a lot of these companies are too prideful to copy, but, like, dude, just fucking do it. You know, like, it's such a genius move um, uh, for them. I mean, they've got PS now, but I think that... I hate PS I think that Microsoft have done a smart thing in realizing that not everyone has super fast internet, and the ability to download rather than stream stuff is, is pretty important. Like PS Now is like like 
I mean, I'm sure if you live in, in, you know, somewhere that has, like, 500 up, 500 down, like, it's probably fine. But, like, you know, a lot of places, like you said, like, they aren't equipped for that. And it, it's very limited um, into – it's very limited by, by what you have access to. So, like, I want to try PS Now, and I've tried the trial for it, and it's like, it just doesn't work well. But it be – now, in the future, PS Now will be awesome. But will PS Now still exist in the future? Like, will it eventually just kind of get lopped off when the PS5 comes out as something that didn't work? Um, I have to imagine it won't because they're still putting stuff out on it and it costs money. Um, but, oh man, if Sony has something similar to this, like, oh, it'd be so cool. But then again, they don't need to, I think, because people are buying their exclusives <clears throat> and they have a lot of them. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, they don't have the problem that Microsoft has yeah. of no one wants the thing. For sure. So. But yeah, man, I'm I'm looking forward to trying out CFDs. I'm I I keep you know I got Give me a day. I got really busy, man. The last two weeks, I didn't download it. I wasn't really around on anything the last two weeks. But uh, um, I'm looking forward to trying it out because my friends been trying to get me on it. You can tell me about it. Like I gotta play it. I gotta play it. I think I'll love it. So I I gotta get on there and, and check it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool, man. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, Skull and Bones when that comes out. <laughs> oh, that's this year, isn't it? I, yeah, I think so. That I'm, tell- I'm telling you, there is a way to cheat the system. You just come to my place. I'll play on the computer. You play on the Xbox. We can both play Sea of Thieves and State of Decay too. That comes oh, out soon. Yeah, does that come out soon? Is that May State of Decay. I think so. Yeah, did I just make that Game up. Pass. I just feel like I don't want to invest money into Microsoft games yeah, because they're putting so many barriers in my way. Like, you got to have an Xbox. Or you can have Windows 10, which I have on my laptop, and I super don't like it. So mm. I'd rather just have Windows 7 on my computer that actually does games and stuff. So sorry, I hiccups. I don't know. Just buy a cheap Xbox. Yeah, the one that's yeah. cheap. Get real cheap. Um... I still, I still want to wait for it to be cheaper because I got my PS4 for a, a bargain. So I don't nah. want to spend more on an Xbox One for like Where two games. Come from? What a bargain. <laughs> a bargain. Um, bargain on Yeah, it was, it was 90, yeah, you 90 pounds. Played anything else? I paid for my PS4. I played one other thing. Well, if you are curious about my game that I finished in March, as per my New Year's goals, uh, I finished Dragon Quest Builders. Ooh. Um, I tried playing around with the Terra Incognita mode in that game, yeah. and I don't like it. Cause you get, so, like, what is that? Is that just like the sandbox mode? <sighs> Kind of. You get, like, a square that's about as big as a town is to build in. And, um, like, other people's buildings pop up. that They, like, share online and stuff. Right. So you can have a look around those, I guess. I don't know. In your square or in squares nearby? In squares nearby. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't like it because, you know... I want to. I want to expand the towns yeah. that I already built because the the biggest problem with Dragon Quest Builders. Dragon Quest Builders isn't the game I want to talk about, by the way. Um, the biggest problem is you are limited to like a set amount of space, um, yeah. and then everything outside of that space doesn't count. Doesn't count. Like mm-hmm. you can build it, but it doesn't like increase your town level. If you get to the end of like a chapter, it just all disappears and goes away. Yeah. Uh, Villagers won't use it. Yeah, it's just like pointless. So, I, I, for Dragon I Quest really Builders hope... 2, I really want them to expand that. It doesn't have to be like the entire world, but that would be I, cool, I, but... I would like them to either exp- generally make the, the size bigger or in some secondary mode 
make it sort of like City Skylines does it and sort of SimCity where you start off with a plot and then after a certain amount of time you're able to purchase an adjacent plot and you can sort right. of build it out yeah. sort of more naturally that way. That would be cool. I was That's kind what of I kind of hoped I was kind of hoping that that was um, kind of like yeah, kind of like that, but you would draw more villages into your town and yep. stuff as it expanded, and it's not. Um, but people seem to be really hot on that mode, and I'm just like, mm. I don't think it's that great. But the game that I actually wanted to talk about is an indie game that I don't think either of you have heard of before, um, because it's so niche. Is but... it Emily's Awake? Oh, no, I did play Emily as Away, though. Um, oh, Away. Which was weird. Was the super jank? Was that the super jank, awful writing one, or is that the one you were about to talk about? No, the one I'm about to talk about is that one. Um, okay. But Emily is Sorry. away is an AOL simulate AOL messenger simulator. <laughs> uh-huh. It's real nostalgic, um, and like every- this is a little feature that I just like. But every year that you play, you get like different icons that you can choose from, and it's like. My Chemical Romance, the Black Parade <laughs> album cover. <That's> awesome. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, but the game I want to talk about is called Azure Saga Pathfinder, <laughs> which is an indie game from an Indonesian company, I believe. Okay. Um, the reason I found out about it was because I, <laughs> a very long time ago, brought a Dakimakura of Prompto from Final Fantasy XV, and the artist that did that Dakimakura is the main artist for this game. So I was like, right. all right. Um, so I bought it I enjoyed it for a bit I'll explain Uh the mechanics in a sec Um, I enjoyed it for a bit and then it just kept going on and on (laughs) and on and on and I'm at the point now where I think it's incredibly boring but Mm -hmm. at first I thought it was great mechanically or story wise well the story's (laughs) I'm sorry if you are listening to this developers of the Saga the story is not very good um Never so, very good, or just sort of lost its way? Like, predictable, not very good. Uh, like, I know how the story's going to end, because it's been pushing me that way You just don't know when it will. 12 hours. It's just, yeah. like, it never ends, because I'm like, right, I must be close towards the end of this game. There's a, um, another section? Oh, yay. Um, I also had a bug where I lost a bunch of my progress, but no. we'll talk about that in a sec. Uh... <laughs> Is it the same sort of bug as uh, in F.E. Sharp, where the bug was you just didn't save? No, you can only save in certain points, so not entirely my fault. Um, So this game is an isometric style uh, RPG. It's styled very similar after JRPGs of old. Um, (laughs) It's got turn-based combat. It's got some really cool mechanics in its turn-based combat, so if you use, like, three skills with three different characters that you have, they do a united skill, which means they just all do, like, this really cool flourish together. I think that's really neat. Um, The exploration is okay. At first I thought it was fun, but then I realised there's literally no point to exploring, aside from getting achievements, Uh. because they don't hide, like, cool things away. There's not, like, treasure chests in really obscure areas that have, like, a potion in them or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just started to feel, to feel a bit unsatisfying, I suppose. 
Is it required? Uh, or no. Um, no. It. Oh, the, hmm. There's one point in the game mm-hmm. where there's a maze, and it's sort of like a lost woods kind of maze. It gives you two hints, saying like green means go east and blue means go north, but you right. never get the other two hints, and you don't know what the colors are referring to. So I'm wandering around this maze mm-hmm. for hours. For literal hours. This was the point where the game started to lose me. Um, So, I'm trying to figure out... I can't figure out what blue goes... Go go north? I don't don't know what that means. As it turns out, it means every randomly generated square... So I'm assuming there are two other hints in there somewhere, but they're not not randomly generated for me. Blue goes... Go north means if the tree colour is blue... You go north. So if the leaves on the tree are blue, you go north. Mm-hmm. If they're green, you go east. Doesn't tell you what the other two direction colours are, so not very helpful. And it resets your progress if you go through the wrong one. I mean, you could probably, at that point, you can work it out. Like, if you come across orange leaves and you go south and you get reset, then you're like, okay, that means that... It's... I had I had to look it up, because, mm. firstly, sometimes the trees don't have leaves. <laughs> well, that might have been one of the things. Dead trees means go south. Um, hold on. Um, so, like, I don't know. It's that started frustrating me. Mm-hmm. the The plot is like, you crash land on a planet. Um. <laughs> Basically, I think the plot of the game is you crash land on a planet and you are in cryostasis for a while and mm-hmm. uh, like the humans came down after you and like set up and then bailed and went went elsewhere. Right. And you don't know that, so you're just like... So you're uh, not a human. No, you are a human, but you have a robot companion. Uh-huh. Crash land on a planet because the other humans come down after you. It's, oh, okay. It's just so, like... I know that the story's gonna be, oh, shit, the humans died years ago. <laughs> yeah. I know that's gonna be the twist. Like, they came down and couldn't sustain life here, so they, like, bailed or whatever. Um, what if that's not the twist? If that's not the twist, I'll be surprised. There are humans in it, but I don't feel like... <laughs> I feel like they're a different breed of humans. It turns um, out that you actually crash-landed on Earth. It could be. Like, I genuinely... It's, it's just it's, so it's a planet, boring. It's a Planet of the Apes situation. And like Spoilers the more time, the, Apes, by the, way. the more time <laughs> that the game goes on, yeah, um, the more I'm like, this is just not good. Like it's mm-hmm. it's decent. Like I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying, is the art good? The art's really good. Um, it's just like the more time goes on, I think the lazier they got because I sent you a screenshot. I don't remember what it said, but the English in it was fucking horrendous yeah um and you know to a degree i'm like well it's not their first language whatever but up until (laughs) that point it had been pretty good so i know they can do english it's just they didn't do it as well in the later half of the game like they were trying to rush out or something it might have been that the translator was getting bored it could be but i don't think i'm close to the end of the game yet that's the thing i don't think i'm close Mm. to being there and I don't know. I don't know if I can finish it because I just. Is it on know. how long to beat? I don't know. Let's let's see. And also, you said you were going to talk about the mechanics, and I sort of kept interrupting you. So. 
Um. Your interesting mechanics. Oh, I already mentioned them. Oh, did you? Yeah, the United moves. Oh, right, right. Like, I don't want to say, oh, don't play this game, because it's bad. It is on how long to beat. No one's... 300 hours. No one's put in any time. No, one, no one's beaten it. <laughs> Not enough data. Wah, um, wah, wah. Like, I feel like I should send you a video so you sort of know what I'm talking about in terms of gameplay, to be honest. But you, you couldn't watch it anyway, can Ross? Um, oh. I'll send you one later. But... Like, mechanically, it's really interesting. It's just, the sections are really long. That maze, mm -hmm. probably the worst thing I've played ever in a video game. Because it's just, there's no logic to it. Well, there is logic to it. It just doesn't tell you what the logic yeah. is. And, uh, is um, it like a Steam <clears throat> game? Or yeah. Itch.io? <clears throat> uh, it's on Steam. <gasps> I think it was kind of expensive-ish. No, it wasn't, it wasn't like crazy expensive it was just a bit more expensive than i'm used to paying for indie games because i usually get them on sale because mm. i'm a cheap cheap person but i bought it because i really wanted to like start supporting indies this year like supporting yeah. artists supporting indies that was my thing for this year um it's not going well <laughs> it's really not going well at all um <laughs> Like Indies I didn't refund suck. the game because I like for the first two hours I was really enjoying it. It's just yeah. it got to that maze which was about five or six hours in, and I was like, okay, I don't want to play this anymore. Because while you're doing that maze, I, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure random encounters are going off as well. So you get just like getting really yeah. frustrated because you're going around in circles. You're getting these random encounters that you don't want to do because you've had like five hundred of them or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I encountered a bug where the stairs stopped working, and I got stuck in a room that I couldn't leave. Um, How the stairs stop working? Don't know. It's just the the co collision oh. hitbox thing for oh, the right. stairs just stopped working. The art looks really apparently. Nice. Yeah, the art's really really nice. Sorry, I mean, I'm not I'm looking at it now. That's Sorry. fine. What was the game? Azure Saga the... Pathfinder. Yeah. I can type it in the thing. Azure Saga Pathfinder. Yeah, thank you. Um, but Marges. It's like a really pretty game, and I think the base of it is actually quite good. It's just it's got some design things that I don't like. I think the random encounter rates are a bit too high and it makes it, it makes like this. <laughs> it makes exploration just that bit not fun, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you played a Pokemon game and you didn't want random encounters, you'd just avoid the grass if you could. Except but, for if you're in the ocean, then there's tons of cool it's everywhere. Like, it's like the whole game is the ocean in Pokemon. Because <laughs> um, you get to the point where you're exploring these massive sections and you're just fighting things that aren't a challenge anymore. Wasn't that like... the? That seemed, that reminds me of like the main reason I don't want to play like OG Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. It's just like be. random encounters. I just, I I'm, not like a massive, random encounters, I'm not a massive fan of random encounters, yeah. Um, so I don't Caves know. Caves like, too. Zubat bastards. Yeah, it's like... The whole game is caves and ocean. Um, Deserts too. <laughs> there's a deserts, lot of yes. there's a surprising number of places where the wild grass does not apply. But like the art's really good, and I want mm. I want to be like yes, buy this game because I really enjoyed it. But I super I super don't. I might go back into it and change my mind and think oh actually yeah. that was all right. But I put eleven hours into it, and like a big chunk of that was that fucking maze. So yeah. 
It's like I I really want to get back to um I can't remember the name of it, but you know that that I don't want to call it a furry game, but it's a furry game where the guy did all the dust. art by himself. Dust. And it, yes, dust and a leaking S- tail. Sonic I knew forces? that there was a pun. <laughs> uh, I really want to get back to that game because the dude obviously put a lot of effort and, and heart into it, and there's just some mechanical elements I don't enjoy. Yeah, see, that's the thing about Undertale that I got was that there's so much heart and like mm. spirit put into the game, but I don't get that with. As your saga, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. it feels yeah. like like there's obviously a lot of polish to it. Um, mm. Some of the mechanics are really fun, but overall, I don't get I don't experience. get the same feeling, and I don't know why. because yeah. that's not Stardew that's too. probably not a nice thing to say about someone's game is that I didn't feel that it had a lot of heart in it, but that's just mm. how I felt playing it. Yeah, I mean, you can't help that. Um, and I super wanted to like it because the first couple, maybe four hours, it was great. Mm-hmm. I was Up really enjoying it. Up until the maze That's where I just got frustrated. Maze. And then the game just doesn't fucking end. Like, I know where the story's going. I know. I see people. I know on that the, the mechanics aren't going to change and stuff. I see people so. on the Steam reviews, the other 125 hours <laughs> played. <laughs> I don't. I don't have the time for that, that might, dude. That might be like the Evo Land bug. Like, true, you sure, true, you sure it's not like twelve point five, please? <laughs> oh, so you might have a ways um, to go. Oh my god! I it's can't. Kingdom Hearts. If if it's if it's longer than twenty hours, I don't think I'm going to finish it. Mm-hmm. But I do want to finish. How much was it? Twelve ninety nine American. So it's probably about nine ninety nine something like that. Uh, expensive for me because I'm cheap as fuck but um, <laughs> you know I just it was taking a risk on a company that I hadn't for heard sure. of like I would I would happily spend 15 pounds 20 pounds on whatever the next Stardew Man game is yeah next Toby Fox game I would do the same thing like because I well, know them the as thing. developers like, like you say that you're a cheap bastard but 10 quid like say it's 10 quid that is a fairly hefty amount on an indie game from someone that you've never heard anything of because you don't know if yeah they've it's their first game so thing. I genuinely um, hope that they do another game and it's better than this <laughs> one because you know I can see that they tried really hard to make it interesting it's just it's yeah. it's interesting for a short amount of time and the longer it goes on it's just it loses that. Mm. interest for me I guess um, I'm sure that there could be a very interesting discussion on the merits of, of indie game development and uh, how to how to do good yeah I think like they'll do another game eventually and it'll be better than this one and I'll I'll probably play it it'll actually like... it'll, be, it'll all be mazes fuck that maze though fuck that maze <laughs> I'm just giving more, more and more ideas for my own game it's just nothing but mazes why would you put a maze in where you don't explain all the mechanics and you reset progress as it goes? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> it's a persona mouse situation for me, it seems. Yes, it's like that, but worse. But in the ocean. Speaking, but in the ocean. Speaking of persona, episode one of the anime came out. Uh, oh, is that out now? Did you watch yeah, it? Not, oh, not yet. It came out while we were recording. As soon as we're done. Oh, I can't watch it, it until, like, Monday because someone's coming over who hasn't finished the game I'm like the game so fucked. I mean, it's episode one, so I mean, like, yeah. it's the beginning of the game. 
So unless they like do some weird shit in the anime where they start like foreshadowing. I mean, some the beginning of but the beginning of the game spoils the middle. I gotta check if it's on Crunchyroll. Um, it is. It's, it's, it's on Crunchyroll for for me anyway. It just came out two hours ago. But uh, so I'm fucking hyped. Have you, have you... I'm so hyped. Per... Maybe I'll start watching anime again. Watch Persona. Get get us, watch Persona with me. We'll all keep up on it. We'll we'll nitpick it. Um, like like. Do you want to watch it after this like, recording? Like gamer snobs. Oh, dude, it's not on Crunchyroll. Oh, is it not? Maybe. It, the Daybreakers is. Yeah, that's like an old prequel movie that came out. That's an original story. Stretch. Yeah. So. Maybe. Uh, maybe later, it'll be out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know maybe. what like their time frame is for like UK and and North America shit. Um, but, it's normally uh, it's the same time. That's what is I thought. On the list. That's, that's, that's... Oh no, it's on the list, so it should be coming out. Cool. Mm. It might just be out for premium. Oh, it's it's out. It's just it didn't show up when I searched oh, Persona Space Five cool. because the title yeah, is Persona is no Five. Yeah. There's no space. But anyway, right. um, anything else that you played uh, that you'd like to talk I... about before? Um, because I think I'm done. This is my clue. Um, the eighth game. No, also another word for eight. Ah, uh, the oh! Octopath Traveler. The demo. Ah, uh, which, by the way, is I now thought, officially called. I thought you were talking about Octopath Oops, Traveler. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the Octoling expansion for a sec. Oh, and no, I was that's like, not I it. didn't play that, but <laughs> yeah. Project Octopath Traveler. It's got a demo on the Switch, and I thought. Does I would... the demo page still say Project Octopath Demo? I don't know. Um, Let me have a look. Because it's obviously not called that. Um, <clears throat> Octopath. Yeah, I wanted to play it because I'm interested in buying the game when it comes mm. out, because it looks really interesting. Like, that is an interesting JRPG that I think I could get behind. Um, and they announced a release date for it, so I thought, maybe maybe now is the time that I should play the demo. They have it updated the title. on. It's no uh, longer Project Octopath Traveler Demo. It's just Octopath Traveler. Yeah, if you've but got the a trailer Switch, still says Project. If, you, if you've got a Switch, I'd recommend trying it. I haven't finished either of the routes, because I'm sort of like, I've played a bit of it, I know that I like it, and I know that I'm going to have to replay this when I get the game. So, yeah. I'm looking forward. There to are a lot of games with demos actually on the Switch. That's one of the games that I'm most interested in for the Switch, and I'm glad it's got a release date. And I, for some reason, After have not one checked out the years. demo because um, it looks fucking beautiful. That's one of those games that hmm. just stands out in- instantly. And it was just such the, a great the battle stuff show. looks yeah. amazing. Um, I recommend checking out a bit of the demo just to see if it's like your kind of thing. Um, sort of burning out on the demo. I mean, it doesn't come out. For yeah, me. but also if it's the beginning of the game, that would kind of suck to do it all again. Unless yeah, so I played. I played like half an hour, and I was like, yeah, I like this. I'll probably get the it main might, game when it comes. It out. might progress, maintain your safe like progress. Bra- like Bradley Default had something similar. Well, no, Bradley Default be nice demo was unique. It... That wasn't even in the game. Bradley yeah, no. but but if it carried it over. Sorry. Carried your progress over, then I'd be like. Yeah, I'll play the whole thing. Although, mm. then I'd be like, but I want to play more and it doesn't come out until July. Yeah. Um, and currently I am struggling to find a place to pre-order it from that's not the special edition, so... Cause... It might only be the special... The special edition looked cool, though. It was like a pop-up book, wasn't it? Or like mm-hmm. a... Yeah. 
that paper, sort of thing. Paper, paper, <laughs> a thing. A paper book. Like a diet pop diorama. Book. Pop book. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, I'm happy that Square Enix is just supporting the Switch in their own, mm-hmm. their own way. They, they did uh, a great it's job interesting. supporting the 3DS, so I totally expect them to be Maybe we'll get a Bravely Third. But I'm, oh, I'm kind of interested now that we're starting to see projects from the Tokyo RPG Factory that they were talking about a really long time ago when they did that E3 press conference that was like the worst thing in the world. Um, I kind of. Uh, what happened in that? They didn't talk about sleeping dogs. I know that much. <laughs> was that was that like their last one ever that they had? Because they they haven't done. I a think guess. it was the first and the last. They haven't, yes. done a, they haven't done a. They did a king. They, they basically talked about Kingdom Hearts a bunch, didn't they? Yeah, I think so. Is that it? I don't think so. Maybe I I'll have to rewatch remember. it. Yeah, but... I don't remember. It was a pretty old or am I thinking of Konami? My brain automatically goes no, to Konami, Konami when I think of bad E3 yeah. press conferences. I think of yeah. Konami. Oh god. But, yeah. uh, I think I think I'm I think I'm done in terms yeah. of stuff. Cool. I think I am also cool. Um I in closing for me, um, because I'm not gonna talk about this here because I am actually working on um an editorial video about MMORPGs that I've been Ooh. playing old school RuneScape um a lot. And yes, it like a lot, a lot. Like I'm obsessed with it again, a lot. Um, and I keep going back to it, and I'm like, <laughs> and it's gotten me to think about MMOs a lot, and just how the genre has kind of stagnated, like ever since World of Warcraft came out. Like no one's done anything mm-hmm. new, and there's a lot of reasons for that, I think. And like, I think the paradigm of, of online multiplayer kind of changed too, where. I think a lot of the experiences you can get out of MMOs that was so novel back then is moved to so many different types of genres, like survival online games and now Battle Royale. There's okay. different things in VR chat and things that like were what you'd go to MMOs for. You can find somewhere else and you don't have to pay monthly and you don't have to go through the grind. So I think like it's interesting to think about because MMOs are my favorite genre personally, and I feel yeah. like it's they've been, they're in a spot where no one's doing anything with them that is any interesting and like final fantasy 14 is fantastic but it's literally world of warcraft you know so it's like a thing where like i'm playing old school runescape and in order to get like these these novel experiences again people are going back and playing like people want world of warcraft classic and people play project 99 and everquest is doing time gated um progression servers and rift just put out a progression server with its old content so it's like people want to play the old shit because no one's making anything new and I've been playing old school RuneScape and I've been having a lot of experiences in that game that like wow can someone please do this now so I'm, I'm writing a thing up on MMOs that um, will be on the Primitive channel when I'm done with it um, no Ooh. no time frame for that but in terms of my thoughts on old school RuneScape and how I think it holds up in a 2018 world and why it's so popular um, isn't just because of nostalgia. I think there's very deep rooted. I, I did wonder if it was nostalgia. There's, there like, I'm wondering if I should just start yeah. Oh scratch. dude yeah dude go in because there are deep-rooted design decisions that, that they made in, in RuneScape back then that when you play old school, the only thing that's aged, in my opinion, are the graphics. And even then... If you the get, graphics had aged. If you can get past those... The moment that RuneScape <laughs> Classic came out. <laughs> yeah. uh. RuneScape never looked good. So, like, no. so it's a thing of... like there are, there are design principles that they've stuck to. When they put out old school, they didn't change... They, they add new content to it, but they didn't, like, fuck it up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important, and I think it's so interesting to watch that that version this of the will game for GF? eclipse yeah. <laughs> i was it's funny because i was playing today and like people will talk to you in there and like 
It was like a. I think they were a kid learning how to and do the rainbow text was so, like the most oh, yeah. important it's, thing in the world. That's how you sold your shit. Um, and it's funny because like <laughs> everyone in the bank just like, spamming. It's funny to watch kids anything. play this game because like this isn't fancy looking. I'm gonna play it. Now. And I met an obvious kid before who said, "Hey, how's your slaying going?" And I was talking. I'll talk to them. And uh, they're like, "Oh, my membership runs out in a week." And so I'm trying to do this before it runs out, and then I'll have to save up my own money to buy a month. And I'm like, this is a kid. Like, no, like this is obviously yeah. like a 10-year-old kid talking to me right now. I forgot that they have paid membership. And, and um, it was just like, that's like, it's, I was just fucking teleported back to, like, 12-year-old Bill. Mm. Like, and the community and the way they act and the way they talk and the game itself. And it's a wonderful experience. I'm so glad it exists. And that's why I'm so pumped for World of Warcraft Classic. I'm going to do it. And, um, All um, right, you've convinced yeah, me. Yeah, dude, no, it's, it's a wonder. It's it's. It's a great MMO. Old school RuneScape's one of the best. Yeah. And it, He's it writing does it things... down with his Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> I actually did write it down. <laughs> uh, see? Shadow of the Colossus. You write it on your character sheet? <laughs> oh, this is, my, this is my Duff character sheet because as you can see... Oh yeah, you're, uh... you're fucking cheat engine uh, character. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers, I'm playing a warlock. Um, um, but, uh... You get no spoilers from me. But uh, but yeah, um, uh, great stuff. So uh, that video will be on the channel eventually. I'm I'm really like passionate about finishing that video up because the MMO has been a lot. And then playing old school RuneScape, like my brother's playing it, and like a lot of people I used to play with back in the day. And it's so funny because like I still live in the same house with them, and like talking about RuneScape, and it's so crazy because I'm experiencing this stuff. Won't be in the video, so that's one. But like I'm like as a kid playing this game. RuneScape was very hardcore in that when you die, you lose all your shit that you had on you. And, the, yeah. and so you have a certain amount, a lot of amount of time to make it back there to pick your shit back up before it becomes free game for players to pick up. Yeah. And so I never did certain things in the game as a kid because as a kid, I'm fucking terrified. Like, I'm losing Yeah, my- I avoided all, yeah. all PvP. Yeah, the moment it said you're entering PvP, I'm like, Jesus I Christ. I didn't go anywhere even <laughs> high level. And I was high level, I'm like, I don't want to lose all my stuff. But as like now an adult playing it, I'm like a little less like okay, you know what? If I die, fuck it, whatever. I can make the money back. It's whatever. I can buy my stuff again. It's no big deal. Yeah. So I'm seeing stuff I've never seen in this game before. And I was talking to my brother about it. And we're like, yo, did you know there's like raid bosses in this game and like Slayer boss? I'm like, no, I never knew this shit. I never knew this shit was ever in RuneScape because I didn't step foot out of town for more than like yeah. 20 minutes. So it's really fun to go back and see content I never saw as a kid and see content I did as a kid and just do quests because the quests in RuneScape are pretty well written and fun. They, are, they aren't MMO <laughs> the, quests at all. They're like full-on adventures yeah. with storylines. Uh, it's great. The last time I played RuneScape properly was every, every single update people were like, this is the one where the houses come. This is the one with the houses. Nope. Next one. <laughs> houses. Player houses. It's in there. And it came. And I, it's, yeah, I know it's in the there. The construction now. skill, yeah. You could build your own house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's it's a really powerful thing to have too because you could have like a prayer altar in there. There's a lot of advantages to having a house in the game, so um, it's worth I'm it. Gonna play. Um, I'm gonna do it. Great game though. Yeah, look forward to that video. There'll be lots of MMO talk in there. Um, uh, yeah, and next time around, I will have beaten Moss on PSVR. I have not much to say about that game right now besides the fact that it's is that like the watching grass grow? Gorgeous. Um, I wish. Oh, I've been playing a bit um, of Trackmania Turbo. It's Trackmania. Trackmania is fun. Um, but I kind of wish, my problem is I like there are there are some maps in it though like there's no other cars on the you, road you can I mean you can race other people but like there's no collisions or anything it's yeah, just yeah, sort of like yeah, time yeah, trial yeah, stuff yeah, 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 for sure. um, the problem that I have with Trackmania is going to be brief some maps are like really satisfying and you enjoy racing on them and then the others are horrific and you'll be racing on sand and yeah. everything that you've been doing for the last five <laughs> minutes doesn't apply yep that's all yeah. that's all my thoughts it's a frustrating game and I, I I like Trackmania but I haven't played much of it because it is 
like frustrating. Um, that there's a VR mode in Trackmania Turbo, by the way. On yes, VR, and it's it, that's it, what it reminds me. Makes you want to vomit. Um, yeah, I think it. Uh, but yeah, Moss is like it, you control this little mouse character, and um, ah, yeah, you are like reading a storybook in a library, and you get like transported into this world. So you're like a person, um, and like it's cool because when you see water, you can look down and see like a character's reflection and stuff. But um, you control the mouse with like the sorry, you control the mouse with the, with the buttons, but the motion yeah. and stuff from the from the controller are like your human's hands so like if let's say you're controlling the mouse and there's like a, a like a big boulder in the way you can move over and like grab the boulder and move it out of the mouse's way so you can keep playing and stuff and like interact with the environment that way and mm-hmm. that, that game sounds is, like it would confuse the that game is, out of me. the puzzles are yeah. interesting because sometimes you actually have to get out of your chair to be able to see around a wall like to like look so you can say oh there's a thing back there i gotta get um it's really beautiful game though it's 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 amazing um yeah, and then Wipeout VR, which I played a bunch of. That game, I actually was going to puke. I, I am not <laughs> prone to motion sickness in VR, but going upside down and doing barrel rolls and going 9,000 yeah. miles an hour, amazing experience. It's, it's awesome looking. It's so fun, but I can play that for 30 seconds at a time before I feel like I'm about to die. So, um, <laughs> I'm yeah. surprised they put fucking Wipeout on VR, but sure. Whatever. They, they want to kill people. That's what, yeah. that's what their goal is. But it's, it's really great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's all I've got. Um, that's all YouTube got. Um, yeah, we almost hit the three-hour mark. We can't avoid it. It's impossible. It's a. Nope. It's the. Someone gonna be at my house in half an hour. Um. So um. Yeah. So everybody, uh, thank you for listening to the Permanent Podcast episode forty. E three is so so close. Um. Next time we'll have our E three thoughts. Um. I will also have played some God of War because God of War will be out by then. Oh uh, damn! Crap. Is that that soon? Um, yeah, it comes out this month. End of the 20th. Month. Um, I will not have played Yakuza 6. I am not playing that until I beat 4 and 5. I want to play it so bad, and they said you can, but if I have 4 and 5 sitting yeah. here, why would I not play them? You know, Because it does continue the story of Kiryu, so um, yeah. I want to play those. Well, um, big month. weep for me, who can only play Yakuza 1. Kiwami 2 comes out in August. Um, that's exciting. Yeah, but th- what about June? 3, 4, 5? Yeah, they got to. They got to. They come in movie that. form. They got. Yeah, yeah. They they do have really good in depth recaps, like, like yeah. of, of all games, and you can like ch- so. you could like chapter select and like it's not even just like yeah. oh I click on the Yakuza three movie like you click on Yakuza three or four or five or whatever I don't, I don't know how six is but at least in four mm-hmm. you can like click on oh Yakuza one and like there's all the scenes you can go through them and like rewatch certain parts of it if you you know it's really they do a good job accommodating people who haven't played them before because they know. It's hard yeah. because these games are on old consoles, and you know, because um, I don't think they'll ever remake three, four, and five. They might remaster them. That would be great, um, which I hope they do. Because having a Yakuza collection, yeah. you never know. Because zero, yeah, hundred percent. The game is super successful. Did now, well, and I think they yeah. would consider it for sure. Um, would have been nice to have though before six came out. Uh, Same with no more heroes. <laughs> give us collections, Japan. Um, it's Metroid weird Trinity that everyone's complaining about ports. <laughs> no, we did the Metroid like, Trinity on the I really want the ports. <laughs> I love ports and remasters. Like, I don't think they take away from people making new games. Like, they obviously have dedicated <laughs> teams for this shit. So, I'll take them all. I, got, I want the Spyro shit. Give me, give me it all. I want it all. Um, people complaining that Final Fantasy 15 is stopping Final Fantasy 7 remake from happening, and it makes me, it just makes me giggle. It's not it even just really makes the, me the giggle. People making episode Aranea are, are not <laughs> fucking up Seven remake. Like it's, it's <laughs> not happening. Like they don't have the best Square Enix guys making episode Aranea. 
Like, they have a dedicated small team making 15 DLC. They don't have, like, the top... Uh, stuff in Kingdom like... Hearts, man. That pocket edition. Oh, man. So, oh, I hate... Anyway, people suck. Um, so... Discussion for another time. <laughs> yeah. um, hope everyone has a great month. Um, find us on Twitter, at Perman Podcast. Uh, all of our individual Twitters are in the links down below. Or if you're listening on iTunes or whatever, you don't have those links, you can find me at Peppered Ham. Um, you all, where, where are you? Where are you? At Bizarre Jelly 5. Kinross 07. We're treating Follow all me on Twitter time. for my daily updates of what heroes I get on Fire Emblem. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see people tweeting about that, I'm like, I, maybe I should, like, I want to play a gacha game. Do I want to play a gacha game? Do, now that I have a job, I can, like, I can, like, I can, like, go really nuts with a gacha game, but it's like, do I really, do I really want to? <laughs> I do, yeah. though. I really do. I want to get There's going to be an update for Fire Emblem Heroes soon. And I hear Heroes so. is great. So, like, one of the better gacha games. So, I, I definitely want to check it out. But um, It's been so kind to me this year. <laughs> but, yeah, you can see me tweet about uh, everything I'm doing. And literally everything. I don't go... Uh, I don't... I just keep tweeting. I keep tweeting. Yeah, I'm the same. I keep tweeting. Yep. I tweet <laughs> occasionally. I don't tweet that often anymore. Um, so yeah, everybody, uh, leave a comment down below. Any games that we talked about, fancy your interest? Do you have any opinions on anything we talked about? Anything you want to see us play? You know, I don't like. You know, I don't usually yep. go take requests, but like, I'd be interested if anyone wants to give us a nudge. If it's, I already I know. Request, we'll talk about it after. I, I already know it's near. Uh, yeah, considering for, I'm, anyone, people are gonna comment I'm, near. And I know you're gonna comment. <laughs> it. Don't, I don't worry about it. I already know about it. I'm, I'm one. Like I said, I want to make it more of a push into streaming, but I can't ever decide what games I want to stream. So if anyone has any suggestions, and I happen to have them, or they're cheap. I will give him a go. Let Kid Ross know. Xenoblade Chronicles. Let Kid Ross know. What do you say? Xenoblade Chronicles. Uh. I could be your hero pod, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great episode title. <laughs> Good day, everybody. Um, All right. Have, All a, right. have a great rest of your life until we see you again next month. Yeah. E3! Bye! Bye!